Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 8, The Alien Frequency. Running megahertz on that one, Daddy. Give your asshole some megahertz. Oh, now we're talking deals. Now you're getting it. it. (laughs) R.I.P. to to Mr. Now you're getting it. There you go. Now you're, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Uh, that is uh, Space Jace 3000. Hello. There you go. Welcome back, Space Jace. They got first dibs, and uh, I don't know if we have a uh, new Patreon this week. We don't. This could be a cheap skate. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap asshole. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Whoever's first in the Twitch, no, if we don't have we've one. We've said that before. I just came up with it right now. I actually <laughs> forgot. I yeah, because no, remember it was always who who commented first got to sponsor. I guess we just had new patrons for like a month and a half or well, something. We've so. been too greedy with Humble all those prank, dollars. Huh? I know, that's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> dollars, dollars, dollars. Is Alex Trebek <laughs> alive still? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Yes, Mr. Trebek wow, is... Is Alex Trebek alive, or did you just see a new wee heavy beer yeah. that you wanted? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, very delicious. Joey and I love to bring up uh, pop culture and meme references right. from like a couple years ago, right, and then right. that's when we start to get into like, them. Like, not like not out, outdated, into... but like slightly more than slightly outdated. Yeah. Oh, some bread. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, as soon as... Someone's dad starts posting that meme. We yeah, start that's, that's when it, back. it catches our attention, <laughs> and we start getting a taste for it. Because when it's when it's first, the sticker shock of when it's first out, it just annoys when me. When it's first slapping, yeah, and I can't take it. <laughs> but yeah. then, like when it loops back around, right? Because then that annoys other people <laughs> that it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we yeah. went up says, "Oh, yes." And then there's like yes. some gif where it's like this, like. <laughs> Maybe like Turkish man yeah, Eastern or Euro something, guy. and he's like pulling a train, maybe eating an olive, and it just zooms in. He's like, and yeah. it's like his mouth's like barely moving, and it's just like, oh yes, very Tim and Eric looking. Yeah, thing. so if you just type in Y I S S in your Facebook Messenger, yes. that GIF will come up. So strongly recommend it. Yes, uh, it's, it's highly recommended GIF. We'll have in the, your uh, Facebook chat. Yeah, we'll have this as a regular segment. The we recommended gift of the week. Exactly. The Facebook <laughs> chat recommended gift right. of the week. Now there was for pretty much all of like late 2018 to 2019, mm-hmm. the the default, you know, like because the, the gifts are all algorithmically the most popular, right? Or yeah. whoever pays, I would assume people could pay to be upfront, but uh was that fucking some Disney show where it was those two like young kids like oh, dancing yeah, the, in the Yeah. yeah and the camera would pan like where it was they like go, three to four eh. kids or something. Oh God, it was like this arm dance. You got obsessed so with that one. Fucking obsessed annoying. with hating it. Yes. Yeah, because you're like it's just always fucking. Right. It's, oh God, but for like so, a year. So I know on Giphy, they can like boost gifts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know the boosting. I feel like in in Messenger, it's algorithmic where it's who's using it the most right, and right. trending. Right. But I'm sure it could also involve. But there's there's times when like the top yeah, five no, gifts sure. are all yeah, Disney yeah. shows, and I'm like, oh, Disney must have special access to their exactly. Facebook something. rep that goes, hey, we're gonna pay you two hundred grand to have these gifts number one for a month or right. something like that. But um, oh, is everything like okay? Digital response. Uh, are you gonna clean the I'm glass just right shoot now? The, shoot the glass here, real don't quick. Don't X out the. Uh, oh, a little diehard reference. I see. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is some white foamy glass cleaner. Oh, this is the best. 
Now, don't hit that X button. Oh, yes. <laughs> We should. Oh, you're changing things. There we go. God. Yeah. Again, we've said it before, but the monitor that we use is a an a Hewlett Packard touchscreen desktop. Yeah. So it's like their version of an iMac, but yes. a desktop. <laughs> right. It's like a gigantic shitty iPad from like <laughs> five years ago at this point. Yeah, probably. 2015, I think. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if anyone's got a Fry's hookup, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll take an extra large. Is Fry's is Fry's, <laughs> is fries uh, still? Uh, is it? Like a nationwide company, I feel like they're local. I think so. I, I thought know. they were nationwide. There's a there's a store called Fry's Electronics. Let us know if if, uh, if you don't. Yeah. Hashtag Fry Guy. <laughs> Steal a Doughboy's reference. Uh, fry uh, in yeah. or fry out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, deep fry or yeah. shallow fry. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's an electronic store that is themed like a medieval castle. Well, no, every store has its own theme. So some are like oh, really? Amazon. Some oh. are like Aztec. Oh, so just the one in Fountain Valley is a medieval castle. Exactly. They're all different. So if you go to the one here... No, the one in Fountain Valley, is that medieval? I Mm -hmm. thought that was more tropical. But there's there's, the one in the South Bay was like tropical jungle theme. Oh. No, yeah, this one's a medieval castle. Um, Uh, Oh, West Coast Geek says, no. It's like a dozen stores on the West Coast. But I feel like there were more before, and they just started going under. Oh, yeah, I think they started going under. Like, I don't know why those those stores aren't like a quarter of their size. They probably could still survive. Being like a a mix of Best Buy and Radio Shack, kind of like they are, like... You can go get motherboards and soldering kits, but also porn. porn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And And DVDs. Lots of candy and weird shit at the. Because it has the most endless impulse buy line, the checkout line. There's Which probably also how you used to have porn in the, <laughs> the impulse buy. Well, you, we all have yeah, our impulses. Exactly. That's the impulses buy. Exactly. Impulsating. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, my need for Japanese cum vomit is pulsating well, right now. Here huh? we go. Well, get it, hon. It's on sale. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. I, lo- just I love you. You're yeah. a very supportive and understanding <laughs> wife. You get that. Just you know, <laughs> I'm not going to leave you because of this weird fetish I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only in my mind. Yeah, it's just for me. It doesn't yeah. affect you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got in trouble. So I just, one, I just thought, of, uh, yeah, I'm really into self strap oning where yeah. it, you just invert a strap on into your own ass and tie it around but, your waist. Yeah, I was but then say, it's just, just a strapped sit on dildo. A dick. <laughs> like sit on a dick. I mean, wouldn't you just sit on a dick? A cat. But I mean, just adding the strap is like yeah, a very. Yeah. Tim and Eric, you like, why, why do that? I yeah. guess you could walk around with it all day. Yeah, if you wanted to, like, bend yourself over. It's like a, it's like an inverted jock strap or something where right. it's, you know. The reverse, uh, <laughs> I almost said catalyst, but what's the castration? Not castration, but the the thing where it holds your wiener back. Oh, chastity, chastity belt. Chastity, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> hey, nude golf, huh? <laughs> Fleshlights, huh? Which chastity belts used to just be for women in the olden days. Right, to protect their virginity. For, I don't know, dominatrixes to give their subs or I guess. people? Yeah, I don't know yeah. where it holds your wiener back. Yeah, and you can't get hard. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so we got uh, Grove and Snake here. Grove Snake, sorry. I yeah. did your little thing. Um, <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and Blart. Uh, welcome. I'm assuming gentlemen. Yes. He, uh, him, he, him there. <laughs> who there? Yeah, what are your pronouns? <laughs> Which like we're fine with the with people that actually kind of need that, but there's right. a there's a gentleman we work with who the put it gentleman yeah. <laughs> who put it he's very clearly just a a cis male. Right. <laughs> and he put Cissy I think man. he's the only person in the company that on their Zoom username has parentheses him, her. And it's Wait, like he says her? Or sorry. Or him he. <laughs> him he, sorry. <laughs> 
I'm him and her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, fries, huh? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I would buy toys there sometimes because they, they would get rare stuff, but right. they got in trouble because they were selling refurbished goods as new. Right, right, right. So they're like, don't buy a computer from right. fries. It's probably refurbished. And you can do that with if it's labeled refurbished. Right. But they were just. I think just straight up. Yeah. Not really. And again, like sometimes they're making it better too. Sometimes they're fixing yeah, it. They're fine. literally yeah. just replacing a few screws that the were faulty. Part. And then yeah. there you go. But you still just can't. You're not legally allowed to charge full price for that or something like that. Or at least sell it under. Or yeah, you have to just let people know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, Anyway, but um, yeah, it's uh, Monday night. It's pretty... Wine o'clock, huh? (laughs) Standard recording here. Uh, 8 p.m. West Coast. I had to do a little Home Depot run. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get into it, Joe. Let's fucking get into it. Brought to you by Space Space Jace 3000. Oh, you should... We were supposed to say it together. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize. Space Space Jace 3000. 3000. That's... Or how... You're saying that's how you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you're doing. The How You Doing Steve and Joey segment. There we uh, go. Because uh, it's either whoever the new Patreon of the week is. Yes. Or if we don't have a new Patreon, step it up, people. Uh, <laughs> it's whoever's the first to comment in the Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. And that was Space J. Sometimes it's Bo Bandy. Yeah. Sometimes it's never West Coast Geek. And even if it is, he's not going to get it. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it's he gets the opposite people. of like the friends discount. Right. He's the got a anti hookup. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, he has to be Galactic a- Daddy. Minimum oh, on the oh, Patreon. He's got to yeah, try and pace with Bobandy, <laughs> and he is cheap as F. I lent him $50 <laughs> this week, but he finally paid me back. Oh. So. <laughs> that doesn't seem that bad. No, I know. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a year ago, and he's never no, paid me back. <laughs> West Coast Geek, I lent him $50. He paid me back on Venmo in like two hours. I licked him $50? I did lick him for $50. <laughs> he paid me $50 to right. suck his gun. Right. He said it was a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you took you did a Home Depot trip. Did for a the Home Depot, house. so we're we're starting a little later here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just gonna not fully rebuild the deck, just kind of patch it up and um, more of a an, an intensive patch job. Yeah, we're gonna pull probably ten uh, two by six by sixteen boards and mm-hmm. replace them with two by six by eights. So I probably have oh. like thirty boards. Okay. Uh, redo some of the posts and then some other stuff too. So, so the eights because you're only replacing like half, like the half rotted part. No, I just in the van like hauling oh. sixteen foot long boards is a pain. You'd in have the to dick, put so. them out the window, which you don't have, or strap them to the top. Right, and I don't have a, tr- a full size pickup with a contractor's rack. Right, right. So, yeah. um, we just went the eight, and then it gives you a little more versatility if you need to like, oh, I only mm. need to patch that, I patch this, yeah, yeah. versus, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good and. Uh, West Coast Geek is all hard because oh. we went to the swap meet, mm. Long Beach swap meet mm-hmm. this weekend. So the first swap meet since all this COVID lockdown. Oh, yeah. I uh, gambled. Because spring and summer is swap meet season, right? It's every, all year it swap is. meet okay. season. For me. At least in te- California, Southern California. Yeah. Right? So it's 12 months out of the or year. Or I guess most other places have indoor swap meets. Then. Yeah. So they always go, rain or shine, swap meets on. Mm-hmm. Uh, or technically it's a flea market. Well, I don't right. know what the fuck you call it. Antique market. Sorry. I think that's a regional thing too. Like I don't Yeah. Really... People say the flea, the this, the that. It's like hoogie but... and sub and grinder. Right, right. And, you know. So it's technically the <clears throat> Long Beach antique market. Got it. Uh, oh, the ones on right the, by my house? The held on the third Sunday of every month at mm-hmm. Veterans Stadium. So, oh, yeah, okay. pretty close. Yeah. Because uh, there's like four really old Americana antique shops right by my house all across okay. the street from each other on PCH. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, this is like a every third Sunday of the month, and a shitload of vendors show up. Yeah, put all their shit out. So Rolls Bowl will be next week or oh. next month. They're gonna do that mm. too. That's the largest antique market, earthly whatever in the fucking world. Wow. Wow. Uh, but and you're at the you're you're right at the center. Of we're it. right in the epicenter. Yeah, getting all the deals, baby. Right. <laughs> uh, which maybe we can do a. A closet knowledge on collecting and what's valuable, mm. maybe. I don't know because I was gonna say there's a whole thing I can. I would, go I would, I would be interested antique. to go with you one time. I just wish it wasn't at like like foot five a.m. or some shit. When no, you leave. so maybe the next Long Beach one we can, or one of the Long Beach ones we can go together because Long Beach style. I got there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, Long Beach. I get there at like seven ish. Okay, and it's like seven bucks to get in. Okay, so okay. Uh, it's a fun little adventure. To what time do you now. get to the Rose Bowl? So Rolls Bowl is in Pasadena, which is about with no traffic. It's yeah. still like an hour from right. here. So I'll leave here at six Oof, yeah. to get there at seven because that's when the price drops from like twenty five to fifteen, and then to get in to get in, and then from seven. So it's literally an early bird special. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. it's the it's the mid early. So there's like the early early, which is twenty five. Okay. Oh, so at you're seven it drops because to then 15. all the all the best stuff. Exactly. There. So it's literally dark for some of these morons that are going that early. Yeah, especially in the winter. Um, so we always do the seven o'clock wherever we go. So is it open at Cape. five? Yeah, because dealers are there oh. setting up doing oh. stuff. I've heard of deals going down in no. the parking lot before they're even in the show. So Why does this culture exist uh, like this? Why because it's all who can get to the dummies first. Right. Because it's it's literally getting to a dealer who doesn't well, know all what the they booths have. are run by mannequins. And, exactly. And people like people well, depend on the appearance of the mannequins being normal humans and, and Two or three hours in, they're getting fucking ripped apart. They're getting yeah. fucked. They're pushing the buttons on them like the, this. It's it's really all about the first timers at the swap meet. I mean, mm-hmm. I only know because you've told me all this whole right, inner right. circle exactly. thing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so whatever I've said is true canon and, exactly. and actual. <laughs> um, but then usually, yeah, they start falling apart. Like the to- did you ever have the crash test dummy toys where you push the button yes. and their arms all yes. fall off? Yeah, yeah. And then they also sing about a kid who had weird skin. Like that kind of starts probably about nine nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's when they made fun of him with all the marks. Yes, the exactly. crash test dummy. Yes. <laughs> they sung that song, yeah, right? Yeah. What's yep. the song? How's it go? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, the kid. It was the girl with the girl with the birthmarks. It was the the kid that puked in church. Yeah, and then like a kid that flew a plane or oh. Crazy McCommon, welcome as well. well. After the ad. So we better be getting some bucks here. Oh. Uh, and then, yeah, the other kid was some kid that stole Once a car and then his hair turned white guy. or something like that. Well, I thought he got in an accident. Or, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Gonna yeah. get him jumped. Had turned from black into bright white. Gotten quite a That 90s well, was like such a depressing era. I mean, the 90s the was just such a depressing era. But I just remember as a kid, like all this music, oh, like yeah. gross out music, like yeah. that was like, yeah, it was the fuck is this? The Weird Al version of that song yeah. wasn't as effective. It was funny, mm-hmm. yeah. but the original song seemed like a parody band song. Like it right, was a right, very right. weird. Yeah, singing about kid with spots all over right. his fucking body. <laughs> it was all. It was a song about body. urban legends, like oh, childhood okay. urban legends. Yeah, and I'm like, but I'm like, who cares? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, back to the swap meet. Yeah. Um, so you get there early to. 
to get all the deals, as we Got say, him. praise Delios. Because yes. if you praise Delios, he is the one who will yeah. then the bestow Lord of, the Lord of the Steel, the Lord right? of the Deal, yes. uh, <laughs> and the Swamp Meat, and he yeah. will praise you back and mm-hmm. bestow upon you all the deals. And ET is a sign of Delios. So oh. ET, the extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Once you see an ET related item, uh-huh. the deal is on, my friend. Uh, you just need to keep praying a little and bit. Is, is that <laughs> now? Is that just because he's an idol, or is there some truth to? People who display ET things usually have cool stuff. No, because he's an idol. Because he's a sign of Delios. Okay. Like once ET has presented himself to you, right? Oh, I see. Then you're usually going to get got it. And honestly, we joke and do all this done bullshit when we're there. <laughs> but uh, it is once you see ET, there have been a maybe it's anecdotal, maybe it's just piecing together, but right. many times Synchronicity. you then you then find something wow. good. So it's very very hmm. weird. Um, it's it seems like though ET could just be a sign of the era that you care about though. But that's it's, it's well it's one more goofy because like somehow there's all this ET shit floating around right, right. and then we turn it into like oh god we see ET and then literally it's like two boosts later right oh my god here's a here's a deal because exactly. there's times it's like dry spell right like right. I've gone to the swap meet and struck out like nothing you drive out there you come out wow. got nothing. Do you at least uh, go to some restaurant or beer place, something that's like makes it worthwhile, uh, or breakfast place? I guess because no. you're coming back at ten a.m. West <laughs> Coast Geek used to sometimes make me go. Sometimes out in Pasadena, we'll go to like Roscoe's. West Coast out Deke, there. that's a, a little yeah. hockey move out here. West Coast that. Freak, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, deking is a soccer and hockey move. I is think. It? Oh, because it's like I you think boop, it's where you, you like, move like back and forth. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because uh, that was in. It's in movies. I was going to say Lord of the Rings, but it's a (laughs) Mighty Ducks. Oh, the classic roller hockey scene. Oh, the Deke. (laughs) Here's the Deke. Because, like, the triple Deke is what what, what Emilio used, right? Oh, yes, in Mighty Ducks. The The Mighty Cucks. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just, like, huge, huge thick dicks going into someone else while a guy just stands by and watches and cries. Right. Um... But anyway, so yeah, Emilio's wife is getting fucked while he's over there practicing his deeks. Exactly, <laughs> triple deeking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? So yeah, so and then there's burgers never say die. No, no that's that, what. I, no, or, that's um, different. Sorry. No, I'm thinking um, of grill them all. That's what I was gonna say. The heavy metal burger. Place, yeah. So yeah. that's like kind of far, but also yeah. out there. Yeah. And there's some. I don't know. Whatever. Because that's like on like Foothill Boulevard. It's like kind of like in the foothills, right? Some. It's it's probably like. 15, 20 minutes, but at least more back this way. Right, but right. I mean, on the strikeout days, it's not a big deal. It's like, whatever, I'm just going to fucking go home. Uh, I'm going to be the fucking next week anyway. It's fucking, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, because Rose Bowl, second Sunday, yeah. Long Beach is the third Sunday of the right. month. So you do have some back to backs there. But uh, anyways, he was all hard up because I Burp rolled the dice back. on uh, <laughs> Star Wars comics and bought like a chunk of them. <laughs> For like a hundred bucks, mm. but I need to see what they're worth. I just pure. Are you gonna read them? No, to sell them. Oh, okay. Come on, Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't so, buy things to use so them or enjoy them. I can pause and we can show <laughs> you, but because uh, I think it's out in the van. But this hat I bought for five dollars. Well, Steve's up in his pants. <laughs> it didn't tell me it was a Jimmy hat. No. So, <laughs> this hat, which is disgusting. Uh huh. And it all faded. Uh-huh. It's in the van right now, I think. But I bought a new one, and it's fucking bright neon pink. I see a, uh, a crest. It's a Circus Circus hat. Oh, God. 
Wow. But I a think Vegas, I left Vegas Circus Circus the hotel. Yeah, I think right? I left it in the van. Wow. But I so this is a gross one, but oh, I iconic. bought a brand new one, like <laughs> hyper bright pink, totally different looking. I don't know they have one in Reno as well. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. That's like uh, I think the yes. better one. <laughs> oh, that's the better one. <laughs> no, because it's like one of your only options out in Reno, oh, where see. in Vegas it's like a bottom of the barrel yeah. kind of bullshit. <laughs> But West Coast Geek bought a Taco Bell, like literal Taco Bell sign. So it's oh, probably wow. like hmm. three and a half, four feet tall Whoa. by that scene. He really care of that. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's he, he, him and his uh, now wife became runners up in the Taco Bell wedding contest where you could get married oh, <laughs> at <laughs> the Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah, yeah. Because my wife and I joked about doing that, too. No, they really did it. Yeah. And so Grand Prize was like a bunch of money and flying people out and all this shit. But they were runners-up, so they still got a free Taco Bell wedding party there. Oh, shit. Just not wow. paid for, like, other people. So <laughs> he got married at the Kiss Mini Golf instead. And then right. for their anniversary, they went back and did the Taco Bell party. Oh, because they had, like, X amount of time to redeem yeah, it or something. Like or oh, something. that's cool. So, <laughs> so Taco Bell's a big part of his life, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Taco Bell-related, I will say, we did do a little... Uh, 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 that's how you're doing. I'll talk about how we're doing and then how I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, to make Sorry. sure we hit that 50-minute no talk <laughs> yeah. about ancient aliens mark. More nude uh, uh, golf. <laughs> yeah, fleshlights and nude golfing. Uh, well, we did some clothes golfing on yeah. Friday. Took the day Yeah, off. you've been doing... Uh, I feel like we're getting back in the groove of disc golf because we're going to be yeah. going up to the mountains next week. Yeah, yeah. To do it, you went to El Dorado. Sorry, Today. how are you doing, Joey? I'm Let's good. get there. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, it. I took Friday off when we went golfing. We took went today down. off as well. Just golfing down in Murrieta. Yes, that's a, and it's called Mountain Pride. Uh, I kept. I keep wanting to say Lion Pride because it's a pride of lions, but it's a Mountain Pride disc golf course. And then we went to the Prado Regional Park disc golf course in Chino, uh, which, according to the show, the OC. Uh, the kid, uh, the kid would say, uh, "Wait, sorry, what's that?" This one is crazy. McCommon had a call out for not Joey oh. specifically, but the Taco Bell. They said uh, oh. it's redneck out where they are, but mm. stinking Cali Taco Bell's got breakfast oh, for yeah. like a year ahead of everyone. Oh yeah, the Taco Bell headquarters is literally probably thirty minutes from yeah. my house. Our so two jobs ago when Steve and I worked together at a footwear company, <laughs> it was <laughs> right over. Right across the five freeway from the Taco Bell headquarters, it was very close. Um, but Ooh, uh, West Coast Geek doesn't like Taco Bell breakfast, didn't you? When, you enjoyed it, so right? So when it was experimental and it was out here, because they had the Crunch Wrap too, and because it, it wasn't every location, there was only a handful of locations. Mm -hmm. And so um, when it was first out, the one or two that were by where I used to, where we used to live in Santa Ana, yeah, uh, one of them was actually pretty good. Like it was a novelty and it tasted very fresh. As soon as it became most Standard. Taco Bells, it sucked. Like it oh, just okay. like it I think became, I had it once or twice. Yeah, it just became like a, a diarrhea meal. Whereas like the other one, it wasn't like fucking great, but everything tasted fresh mm -hmm. because I think that only that one restaurant had ingredients, and so it wasn't like a thousand frozen ingredients that for the sixty locations around you and all that kind of shit right, too. Right, you know, right. so um, totally went downhill. Related to that, though, to the Crunchwrap Supreme. Taco's delicious. Um, it is, yeah. Because it's just simple. It's yeah, just... They're, they're, it's like eggs. Take a tortilla, put some eggs, eggs and some meat, and, and cheese in it, and you're yeah, done. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, no, we Steve and I went to... Uh, we made our triumphant return back to the Dankness Dojo, Modern Times Dankness Dojo, on Friday. Because they just opened up a week or two ago, uh, finally. So, yeah. went back there... Um, and they have, they're all vegan. Oh, um, right, right. And so, right, which right. we talked about on beer, they're drunk that extensively. But uh, they they make all vegan food, but they have 
the best vegan approximations of anything right. I've ever eaten before. So um, they have a uh, uh, a clone. They call it the Munch Wrap. Right. Um, and it was very good, but they the only thing they didn't hit on there, that's why I got that extra ranch Cream sauce, whatever dip. Yeah, or, the, or no, the onion dip, dipping yeah, sauce, yeah, yeah. because that was with the chips, was because... Uh, it just didn't have the tang of the nacho cheese, and that mm. that liquid, little spicy nacho cheese from Taco Bell what is like need. the standard. And it didn't. It had. They have their coconut cheese, which was good. It was melted right, che- right. cheese, but it just didn't have that sloppy cheese sauce in there. It was still right. very good. Yeah, especially for not being actual beef and stuff. But yeah, um, but uh, but I love the idea of that thing. Like when that thing first came out, I was obsessed with it, the Crunchwrap Supreme, because it was yeah, like nachos so. and t- and tostadas in one perfect quesadilla like thing and i remember the one time i went with my mom back to where she came from in oregon <laughs> this was 2000 let's see and three maybe four okay the taco bell in oregon or taco bells they did a test market up there because uh, sometimes they'll do like yeah, mcdonald's test will regions. do it like hey we're testing this. yeah yeah that was a test region. Hey, here's and our our fart McMuffin. They had the totally failed, they but... had the the crunch wrap like six months to a year before California or oh, anywhere else wow. did. So that my first time having, it, I was like, "Holy fuck, I've never seen this before!" Oh. So I uh, drove through and got it. Me do no care of this. It was delicious, <laughs> but then I actually didn't really eat them a ton when they mm-hmm. once they came down here. It was fine, but yep. again, out in Hemet, which is a shithole place from here. <laughs> yes, Kentucky Hemet. Yeah. <laughs> Hesperia. That was the one place like they always had it and it came back. And honestly, mm. I don't really go to Taco Bell much anymore, yeah, but yeah. they had the Enchirito. Oh, yes. And which that was thing long was gone. so fucking good. Yeah. And they had it out there where yeah, no yeah. one else had it. And yep. then it came out here. Not too far and from the birthplace of Del Taco, which is Barstow, I think, right? Or Bakersfield, one of those Yeah, two. that's up the 15. Hem, it's like still in that Riverside-y It's still, it's still San Bernardino shithole county. Come on. Come on. Victorville. <laughs> Orange County elites over well, here. Well, Barstow's <laughs> like way up in there. Right. But, um, yeah, did I don't. You, <laughs> he did the way up <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> uh, do they have Do they have Enchiritos at Taco Bell still? I have no idea because the the four to five times a year that I go, I don't look for the Enchirito. It was never my favorite. It was always a Pino and Laura, my sister and mm. daddy favorite. Well, because you, you have to, it's like a Mexican pizza. Like yes. you have to have a little tray because they fork would order Enchirito and Mexican pizza as mm. their meal, and then. Everything I ordered, no beans. They would friend. want they would want bites off of it, and it pissed me yeah. off because I was like, I don't want any of your stuff. Order your own shit. What and would they take bites off of yours? Because I would always about? order Nacho Bo Grande, a couple Easy, Taco biteable. Supremes, yeah, uh, and then usually like a quesadilla or something, yeah. chicken quesadilla, where they got that weird creamy See, mayo sauce. At Taco Bell um, hard pass for me. It's so too the, weird. The, the that only and steak. Just only give me the ground beef. Well, that's what I'm saying. Only the chicken in the chicken quesadilla is tolerable because the rest of the chicken is shitty shredded chicken. Even still, I don't love the chicken quesadilla anymore because they have that weird pink mayo sauce in there, which normally I'm a big fan of pink sauces and things, but it just, it's made me have the shits so many times because there's been times where I've only gotten that chicken quesadilla and then it's like Diarrheaville an hour later. And so I avoid it anyway. Um, But when I worked at Target when I was 16, 17, there was a Taco Bell, the one by where the, our old office used to be. That Taco Bell um, was in the in the Target parking lot, still is. Mm. That was like my Taco Bell that I would go to all the time on my lunches. 
and I would get nachos wagrani and chicken quesadillas because they first changed the sauce to that pink yeah, sauce, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was like a spicy ranchero sauce, and now it's just some fucking which was weird... like in the grilled stuff burrito because I got obsessed with that thing for a right. long time. Exactly. Uh, now my go-to if I, if I do go. Because you like the freak-out food, right? You like the... Sometimes. When they have the weird Doritos, you've been, been a, like, oh, I got to go for that. But they haven't done that. It's been about... Time. it's. I mean, they have, but it's been about a year since they've had anything enticing. So okay. I'm just like, eh, whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm a half-pound beef burrito, which mm. they got rid of. So now I have to order a bean burrito, right. no beans, add right. beef. <laughs> 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 uh, or just like the classic soft soft beef taco oh the okay. soft taco from there super yeah delicious. i get those but i like the crunchies from there um see i don't like that i hate that yeah. shell that see, that, that type of shell is disgusting so i like the crunchies from there and dislike the crunchies from del taco but then del taco i love their soft stuff and don't like their hard stuff yeah the crunchies like at all dick. those places <laughs> del taco's to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like the classic like sabrosada crunchy taco sure um, you like you like the more authentic, bubbly, actually yeah, fried exactly. one instead of like, like the tortilla, tortilla chip, chip melded. Exactly. Which again, I I I had a bad taste. Literally had a bad taste in my mouth from that from my mom when I was a kid because mm-hmm. she would try to make more authentic. She, my mom would make half the stuff authentic and then half just like disgusting jarred taco sauce. And then I'm like, oh, this is fuck it. Like packaged taco seasoning. I'm like, why don't you See, just that's put onions disgusting. and that's peppers in there? That's what me of growing up, too. Yeah. And so that's why I hated it. I thought it was so gross, which then soured me on the classic fried, ta- the actual fried See, taco. See, because when we would do the fried tacos, like some oregano and some other things in the ground beef, mm-hmm. and the taco shell is greasy as nice. A classic Mexican spice, oregano. <laughs> exactly, it is. Um, but, um, yeah, it was always those store-bought shells right. when my mom would make yeah, the yeah. ground turkey because my brother needed it. And oh, then the taco packet sauce. Yeah, that's a sad so one. So it's just, this is all disgusting. Yeah. So I avoid... The Taco Bell ones, it's okay. No, no, it's, but it's it reminds nice you of those shitty tacos. It's just whatever. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I so I'll it. always go soft there. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, once we're just getting in the yeah, heat yeah. of the moment. Oh, no, I go, to the, up, I go to the back. They I go soft. The Taco Bell, I go, they give me that saltpeter. Yeah. The chick that kicks me in the nuts is back there. Yeah. I got my chastity cage. It's nice. <laughs> over there. And yeah, when uh, I feel too much pressure in the cage, yeah. they then bring out the hard shell tacos. Right. I go soft. They jam them up my ass. Exactly. It's a <laughs> it rough just, time. Yeah, the pain just makes me go, yeah. It just slaps. I feel like heart. I'm entering a dimension where pain and pleasure are the same. <laughs> yeah. Maybe becoming a Cenobite. <laughs> I don't know, but... Uh, I mean, or at I'm, least appreciating their culture. Exactly, right. <laughs> I mean, that's very that's very now. Don't right? kink Appre- the same Appreciating other cultures is exactly. very now. I mean, so. the Hellraiser people, why are we scared of them? Right. We well, we only ever allowed four of them to enter this world. Exactly. And that's kind of racist, so. Yeah. Um. I mean, Butterball <laughs> deserves his place to be Dimensionist. Free and and yeah. we're not going to butter shame him. Butter shame him. <laughs> <laughs> Body shame him. <laughs> I call it a Butterball. That's a new teacher. <laughs> Don't butter shame me. <laughs> Which would sell for our fans, but also just food just people. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the food people. Where's the bacon? The vab stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a chatterbox guy. I don't know. I, oh, just, yeah. I always yeah, remember yeah, chatterbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's because it's, it's a very. It always just cuts to him, and he's very kinetic. Yeah. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> and then the girl who has her neck cut open. Yes. I can't remember her what her name out. is. Because uh, some of those toys I looked it were up. really expensive. No, I looked it up, and at least in the first one, it's just called female Cenobite. Oh, and I'm it like, is. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, God, that's sad that she doesn't have a cool name. Like, that's kind of. Well, I mean, they're all just their base stereotype of like. Weird chattermouth, right? Pinhead, right? Fat fuck, the chick, and female. <laughs> right. You know, females uh, the uh, the always just the alternative to yeah, the not cool skinhead stuff. chick right. or. Well, we have enough of those. Tots out here in Orange yeah. County. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, doing yeah. fine otherwise. Yeah, we're doing a lot of disc golf. Um, and uh, staying active, getting their steps. And you got that band that tells you when you get your ten. Yeah, I have a Fitbit. Uh, yeah, when we were at the the second course in Chino on Friday, I got my Serengeti badge, which means I have since owning and wearing Fitbit, I have walked as many miles as the Serengeti. Um, but uh, oh, recipes. I like the sorry. Oh, no, I do like that, too. The cheesy gordita crunch is very good. Very good. My brother... Very decadent. Before he gave up beef, he would he got obsessed one summer with the double-deckers. And they brought... That was one of the recent ones they brought back. Because mm-hmm. it had the layer of, like, the cheese That's and the, the hard, hard shell, and soft. The, yeah. the cheese, soft, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then they, they added nacho cheese in there as well. I thought it had... It always had nacho cheese. Oh, okay. Well, the latest one had nacho cheese. Or at cheese. least the OG ones had nacho cheese in between. Got it. Um... Then, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, they were very delicious. But, yeah. Um, and then I've been playing since Thursday night. Oh, yeah. And That's why you, you took some little time off. Too, I right? actually <laughs> didn't do it for that reason, but I, maybe subconsciously I did. Well, but I thought I was you said like, you're like, hey, that game's out. I'm out of here. Well, no, well, no, I was joking because I was like, I took the time off first because I thought it was came out next week. Mm. Uh, but The Last of Us Part Two, a PlayStation exclusive. Um, and uh, it was a very uh, – it's a, it's a huge game that got leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody went in the Amazon digital code where they oh, that's what saying they spoiled the whole have, story and they, and they like and they that. like publish the beats all the beats of the story. Um, I only got one thing spoiled for me, and it was something that yeah. I assumed was going to happen anyway, right, just from right. a writing standpoint. I'm like, I remember this is totally going to happen, whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's very good. sets definitely sets a bar for animation lighting presentation like all it's it's insane like did you beat it yet no because it's it's like 30 hours hours. okay so the the original game was like 10 to 12 hours um so it's it's a much bigger game um but uh but yeah so far so good it doesn't have the sequel never has i was just talking to my wife about this like the sequel to anything never has quite the impact because there's a there's a virgin you're a virgin to the world right right so then you like fuck that world once the first time and you're like oh my god this was so interesting yeah. and cool and it's like but now now like the sequel's always like you're in a relationship with that world already which is good and bad right some people get bored of it they want a new fuck right. or they're now the the creators are doing new more nuanced interesting things because now you don't have to waste time that's why people are sick of origin movies for superheroes they're like can we just fucking if you're gonna like have jump a new Spider Man yeah. not have an origin movie because we can just jump yeah, into it? Yeah, we already it. know we get it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Unless uh, there's something really weird and different. Right. If it was gonna be the Miles Morales yeah. Spider Man, well, then like that's, the multiverse. That's, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, it's like uh, it's it's uh, there's a guy on Twitter that actually started a weird, stupid Twitter thing, but um, he's a games journalist and he was like, he his all I'll say about it is his reaction to it is very valid. Where. It's it's a post apocalyptic basically to be reductive it's a zombie game it's about okay. it's about a, the you know the cordyceps fungus that can control ants it it makes ants these zombies oh, and shit I think I've heard, basically yeah. the premise of the first game and of of these games is that that virus or that fungus uh, mutates to control humans okay and so now you have these disgusting fungal things so it's this interesting take on it uh, and there's not it, a lot of people left. There's just there's, the last. There's a of, decent amount. Yes, there's a, that's the whole point. <laughs> no, I'm just. Um, it's like ten percent of the population is yeah. left, something like that. But, uh, uh, but it's but ultimately, without spoiling the first game, it's a father daughter story, even though they're not father daughter or yeah. daddy daughter. A Sunday, dance. yeah, it's a Sunday story. <laughs> Do you see know, that tattoo? It is I crazy. Share? Yes. <laughs> Sundays be like, uh, but uh, no, it's about these two main characters, and then this game you're continuing with one of those characters. 
Um, and but the world's opened up. It's five years later. Like all this crazy stuff. Um, COVID's over. The last. <laughs> well, that's what's crazy too is that it, it the game is seven years between the first and second game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Took a, they were developing it for a very long yeah. time. A lot of people didn't even think it should have a sequel because it was such a. Did you see like uh, Cormac McCarthy's The Road, like the movie The Road? Oh God, yeah. Uh, that was a book, and then they yes, made a movie. I read that it, the yeah. book in college. It's that tone. Everything Jesus is very Christ. sad. Everything's very fucked up. Yeah, I remember PTR's like, oh, we should go see this. It was a re- yeah. apparently a really good book. Or I don't remember if he read it. Yeah. Great I was book. like, okay, I was like, Jesus yes. Christ, I was depressing. Like yes. that in blindness. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That. I have not it's seen like, it, but I've yeah. Oh my god. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't don't fucking do it. Right. It's fine. Don't you bring don't McDonald's in the sleeves of your jacket like Pino and I did. Don't for make that kind of movie. Yeah. Make me downer. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's that. It's it's like the early. It's like it's a. It's the game is like better than those early episodes of The Walking Dead that were like the best ones right, where there's right. this like weird, this ethereal, what's happening, sad, ethereal, that, yeah. weird, tense quality to everything. Um, but it's like that. So it's it's uh, so the guy on Twitter was like, basically, it's the same emotional journey as Schindler's List, but this is a thirty-hour game. You never yeah. seen Schindler? Holy shit! Yeah. Um, but it's because again, like, it's like, okay, cool. I feel like being bummed out. I mean, <laughs> I know bummed out, man. I know there's things. Obviously, like yeah. we went on our <laughs> the first day of our trip to yeah. Germany, we went to a Dachau, a Dachau mm-hmm. which was a a camp. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not like I'm not open to those things, right. but sometimes it's like I don't. And I, I and know. I revel more yeah. in sad things because as a kid growing up, like that's just what mm-hmm. reflected me more. Yeah, <laughs> big Crash Test yeah. Dummies fan. Uh, just that single on repeat over and over. Yeah, is, I wonder what any other Crash Test Dummies yeah. song sounds like. I think that was one of the first times as a kid I saw their follow up to it on MTV, and I was like, oh. not that I liked the first one, but like I was like, a beat or I was like, oh, this is just a normal dumb rock song. This right, is dumb, right, right. you know. I was like over it, but because yeah. uh, at least there was a novelty to the other one. But yeah, but it's it's a game that is it's satisfying to experience, but it is like it, it's just you you're compelled to play it not because I mean the gameplay is great and, and and all that stuff, but you're compelled to play it because you need to see that there's some hope in this story. Like you need to see these people succeed in some way. Right. But horrific shit happens. I mean, literally like. Before I came over here, and this, there's no spoilers, it's just kind of a gameplay. This is stuff that was like in tra- yeah. you know, previews and stuff. It's like they've introduced the con- there's a lot of stealth mechanics where it's like you have it's it's a survival horror game basically. Right, you have right, limited right. resources. Silent Hill e yes, but it's not obviously it's not supernatural, but it's okay. it's but it's the same. Kind I didn't of play like, Silent Hill either, so I don't but survive that is yes Resident Evil survival or Resident all, Evil. It's sorry, same yeah. same kind of things though, but where you have limited resources and. You gotta fucking power through and get somewhere right, else, right? Right. So then the game introduces, oh, here's this area, here's these enemies in these spots. You can go up and stealth kill them, you can fucking whatever. But you don't have like a billion bullets, you don't have machine guns, like right, you have right, like right, right. a revolver and a bow and arrow and it's your knife and quote unquote realistic. Exactly. Yeah. And so but like they've introduced dogs in Ooh. this game and the some of the the antagonists have these trained uh dogs. And it's fucked up because the dogs can now smell you. You can't just hide for long periods until they, they can't go, see you and yeah. whatever. They have you have a scent trail, and then you have to kill. Can you rub dirty shit on you so you throw the you can like go into scent? water and things like okay. that. Like so, that if there's areas around there, but a lot of times with the dogs, you have to fucking who, kill them. Who made this game? Because like um, Red Dead Redemption, you got way into part. Two? Yes, that well, all both of them. Yeah, right, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm always playing something. But yeah, that was um, uh, Rockstar. Rockstar. Was Red yeah, this is Naughty Dog, Dog who oh. who made the the Uncharted series, which you never play because they were PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, those are like modern day Indiana Jones games, which are oh, amazing yeah. games too. Cool. Naughty Dog's like one of the best developers, like top five developers in the world. So, um, and they only make PlayStation okay. exclusives. So anyway, yeah, this was like the Last of Us was like this big shot because it's like, oh, here's is this also PS whatever four. 
exclusive? Yes. Okay. Naughty Dog is basically a second party to Sony. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's like so. Like, I'm at this. I'm at this part where like there's a, a pretty large area and there's like 15 people and I'm a, my character is like alone because usually you have somebody else with you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like these fucking dogs are coming at you and and it makes you feel like dogs are vi- can Bad. be vicious yeah, yeah. animals and you have a fucking bat with scissors taped to it and you're fucking stabbing this dog in the fucking Sorry, brain I'm because of, it's uh, like animal bat i'm like why would you have oh. a bat with scissors oh i see and i thought you meant a toy bat with a no. dog on it or something <laughs> yeah. that made barks yeah i'm like was this a covid right. related like you're eating a bat and it right. has scissors <laughs> but yeah like you fucking even now if you even like step on broken glass or something the fucking dogs will be like uh, and they'll come searching for you right and it's about it's like ugh, it's that, so that's like you throw uh, like molotov cocktails and shit on them it's fucking terrible but you have to survive like yeah. you have to get through we're know? talking chernobyl yes. show yes. when he goes and kills dogs that whole episode it's that it, it's that yeah, vibe. yeah yeah not that the whole game's killing dogs right. but that's a hey. new a new feature in this game that wasn't in the last one where you're, you're there's a lot more human enemies which are smarter obviously than like the infected right. enemies it's like the, so. the creep it just like walking dead right like yeah. it becomes like oh i have to deal with the shit bags right. of humanity exactly. and what they're capable of more than just right. the dumb zombies who are gonna fucking right be mindless and fuck you over exactly now i'm all about those call of duty dogs okay right. that was always <laughs> a big big win when you could unleash the hounds right. and they just go out and they fucking eat all your enemies <laughs> i can't remember what the kill streak on that was it was like five or ten or oh, something wow. stupid like that so <laughs> but it was um, call of duty what the fuck it was some world war Two one i think on the 360 so not call of duty 2 uh the or there was world at war which was world war Two. maybe it was that one yeah then. yeah get the um, dogs yeah, and there are German shepherds. They run dogs to the you get, you get fucked over yeah. if, the, if someone called the dogs. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you'd have to shoot them too. Yeah, if they're coming it's, at yeah, you. it's fucked. And and these this game again is known for even like when the first like when you go and like are stealth killing someone, you either choke them out or stab them in the throat or whatever. But it's like when the game is, it's not just like a whatever. Hold on, got a call out for a leaky man hole cover. I am a child, so these are both. Like, Wait, so what? Sony has a naughty dog oh, problem. Stupid. Maybe licking peanut butter off right. genitalia. Oh, yeah. And uh, my Crazy McCommom said, then, <laughs> said, it's funny that Sony has a naughty dog problem right. <laughs> and that their brother got called on them for a leaky manhole cover. <laughs> uh, I'm a child. Oh, uh, uh, naughty dog, creators of Crash Bandicoot. That's how you, you would. Go. That's how you That's would know them. Yeah. So, uh, but um, yeah, manhole cover. Yeah, like, is that your wiener or your asshole that's leaking? <laughs> Breasts are asshole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, no. It was modern warfare. No, it was in World War Two. Is when you get the dogs. Well, but that's not modern warfare. No, I know there might. But, no, I know, but Grove Snake says no. It was modern warfare. But I'm like, I'm hmm. pretty sure it was a, a World was, War Two version. There was a Call of Duty World at War, or Met, or sorry, Medal of Honor World at War had dogs as well. So I don't know. Maybe I. Back when there was like all these clones, I used to play a lot of yeah online shooters. Shooters, I I got the latest Call of Duty and played it a bit, but the World War Two one, the whatever whatever the latest one is, which is World War Two, can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a Modern Warfare, latest one. Um, well, there was the space one from three years ago. No, there's one that came out like last year. Yeah, every year it's come out. So that, and then there was maybe there's World War Two and then Modern Warfare. Well, there's 4? Black Ops or Black. I think yes. that's what I'm yeah, playing. Yeah, Not yeah. I haven't played it in a while. You're right, but because um, um, they they have like 
people are complaining in a, a little chat I'm in, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, Call of Duty update, 30 gigs. I'm like, well, my Xbox has 100 gigs. New download, yeah. 83 gigs. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, well, because you haven't played games for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I bought that Xbox when it came out. Right. Xbox One. I had yeah. the day one controller and then Red, Red Dead broke. Redemption 2 was a 96 gig game. It was yeah, huge. Yeah, and like they force you to download the games even if you had the fucking disc. Because you're also playing, you're also downloading the 4K version if, yeah. even if you don't have a 4K TV or anything. So, so when these, these, how do you feel about, well, we're at 43 minutes, but that's fine. What are, you, what are you feeling on these new systems announcements? Oh, I mean, uh, I'm a PlayStation I mean, you're always man a anyway, but, yeah, but uh, sure. I mean, no, if, if Xbox came out with games that I cared about for the yeah. most part, um, I would be stoked to get both probably, but no, I'm stuck. The PlayStation 5 is all about the the solid state drive because their, their power is very comp- comparable, but, but PlayStation's whole thing is a solid state drive, so the entire thing is no run off of that. spinning shit. And so, like, literally, like, it's the... One of the early examples they shown was the Spider-Man PS4 game, mm-hmm. big open world game. So when you first turn it on, it's like a minute load Just screen, right? There. They showed like here is running on PS4 Pro, and here it is running on PS5, and then it's literually you. It's literally a second. Just it, it just cuts. Yeah. yeah. So like the 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 developers of PS5 are saying that like uh, developer game developers now have to create little screens of some kind to fake not a whole a long load screen but just right. so like when you die because yeah. imagine you die in call of duty and then it's and like blink right and you're back, back to respawn yeah. and it's like that's jarring they and have weird. to do uh, like a, a triggered delay they have to make a little animation that goes oh you're dead and then right, right, right. and respawn or whatever right so you know coming out of the mario pipe again um but no i'm stoked i'm i'm uh they had the huge uh like games reveal a couple weeks ago for ps5 mm-hmm. um cool that they have a digital edition mm-hmm. and a disc edition because they know okay. because 70 percent of their people aren't buying discs anymore uh, you know, so. i'm telling you yeah. discs will never go away they're gonna <laughs> limit your internet downloads will never yeah. overtake <laughs> sorry uh my buddy yeah. burling over at cape and bowel uh <laughs> okay yeah yeah I, I had a almost argument with him mm-hmm. probably 2011 yeah Maybe 2012, where I was like, "Oh, downloads are the future." Yeah. Like, your game stops are fucked because we would go to the Microsoft store because they would give, do these like launch parties and right. you get all this exclusive shit. And we'd sell the dumb like Gears of War right. pack and you sell the this dumb thing, that dumb thing, all this stupid bullshit. I'm like, yeah. "Well, that's you guys not get the last. Pre- you guys get the pre order exclusive exactly." Stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you go there at midnight and yeah. pick it you up. There you there at midnight. Get some sand water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we fly then, over to Philly to that yeah, GameStop. He was super nice, uh, but then he would <laughs> buy shit from GameStop. I'm like, those are all dying things. Right. It's, all the shit's gonna go away. Yeah. He's like, and he got mad at me, going, right. "No, discs are gonna be in games forever. Right. Yeah. No one's gonna download a game. No yeah. one's gonna do this. They're gonna charge you for how much internet you use. So why right. would you download game? All these things. So stupid. To where now it's like almost people exclusively download yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah. And if you buy it again, it's like I buy it. I bought Warcraft or whatever yeah. fucking Call of Duty. Yeah. And I use the disc, but then it still made me download all this yeah. other fucking shit. Oh yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's like proving no your what. point anyway. Yeah, and I'm like. 
So when I bring that up to him, like, hey, remember when you told me to fuck off and right. got all pissed off? He's like, no, no. I mean, that hey. was at the time. It was like, uh, all, hey, uh, all the fingerless <laughs> gloves. Come on. Oh, My oh. denim jacket was making me say that. Dan <laughs> uh, Dig. No, like, uh. it's, and, and now a lot of game companies are released, when they release their sales numbers, like when they're proud of how something sells, yeah. they'll do a press release and they'll, and they'll literally say, 73% of our game sales were from the PlayStation and Xbox store. Which, like, again, yeah. I don't know what Microsoft and Sony are taking cuts, but it's yeah. like the game. <laughs> that's always a joke. Like game since they launched yeah. to today, all right. cost fifty to sixty dollars. Yeah. But the fucking overhead of like a cartridge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a disc. Now you're just downloading. It costs yeah. you nothing. It costs you server space, right? Which is a fraction of the cost. So exactly. their profit margins are yeah. through the roof. And again, if all the if which these is people, fine, if these people they can maintain that price, yeah. If these people want to want to make fifty thousand copies of, of a collector's edition of the game for those people that are obsessed with that, that's fine, right? But like, um, found what? Mister Tweed Hope joined us and said oh. he's found a uh, Modern Times beer out in Canada. Whoa, and very stoked and it's tasty. Which one was it, Dusty? Um, but yeah, all these uh, fucking games. Because yeah, the last just Travis Wiseman also the last Wiseman also had Modern Times over in right. Cincinnati at uh, Jungle Gems. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's sounds it's, like a strip. I I literally since 2013 when I've had my PS4, yeah, I have only put one I think one game disc in that entire system, mm-hmm. and it was a gift for my birthday. Right. So because they can't just I mean yeah, they could have yeah, given yeah, me a, they just yeah. wanted to give me and I was like sure it was Far Cry yeah. Four. Other than that. Since 2013, I'm like, I fucking love not having the disc, not having the drive boot up, not having the fan turn on, and just, and I can, and they let me, so I, I pre-ordered The Last of Us, because if you pre-ordered it, you can pre-download it a week in advance, so that right. the second it hit 9 p.m. on Thursday night, yeah. it went, it's ready, boop, to roll. ready to play, yeah. and I was it's just, just it's, I'm like, this is fucking yeah. Yeah. great, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's still, to believe, I listen to, to multiple video game podcasts every week, there are so many fucking people Ask the host's question, do you really think digital is the future? Because I li-, and, the, and the hosts are always like, are you fucking stupid? Like, yeah. guys, it's it's over, right? Like, in five years, it's going to be all digital, and there will only be these $150. Here, get Master Chief's helmet with your fucking dildo right, or whatever, right, too, right? Because right, right, right. that's only those people that want it, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, well, and you got to look. It's like all the micro conversions, and like this is <laughs> micro transactions. Micro conversions. I kept thinking yeah. of like little gay guys, <laughs> like but all these little micro conversions. It's right here. Your fucking cell phone. Would you kiss a guy? I mean, in the right situation. Ooh, micro conversion. I mean, maybe just a little. There we go. <laughs> just every, every little micro. I mean, I would have, as long as there was no stubble. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's a micro conversion. Ooh, verded. <laughs> I mean, if they sucked my cock, right? You know, ooh, micro conversion. Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> And then it all leads up to, um, or it's for little people. Who exactly. Convert. Well, that's a whole separate story. <laughs> yeah, that's the gay a, version of Willow was full of micro yeah. conversions. I think that was based on a short story. <laughs> uh, let's take a break and go to the show. Uh, anyways, competition is your phone. Fucking yes, digital. Exactly. That's all your handheld bullshit. Yes. Uh, Tweedope says one of the sours. This is Dusty's brother, Busty. Oh, Busty Tweedope. Busty Tweedope. Mm. So uh, probably, probably Fruitlands then. Fruitlands is their like their if, mass market. Yeah, sour. if it was a white can, yes. then it was probably fruity. Yeah, it shouldn't matter if it's a white can, or uh, but that's fine. Twitch. <laughs> I'm gonna try run a little music. A little A I D S. We're gonna rock a piss and we're gonna get into the alien frequency. Yeah, an hour in, we're gonna get there. Well, this episode is one thousand percent rehashed material. Oh yeah, it's fine. (laughs) 
All right, bye. <laughs> Mm, that's you alien. are dead. <laughs> that's the alien frequency. Um, yeah, this this episode is supposed to be about the alien frequency, which it does touch on the 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 last two segments of the show, the kind of the whole hundred and ten hertz thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was frustrating because this is another liar episode, right? Where I don't know what it was about season twelve, but Season 12, airing throughout 2017, uh, first half of 2017-ish, like it's like spring to late summer, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is obsessed with telling you the time and date where one of the ancient astronaut theorists is on location somewhere. Right. But hey, it, we're proving to you this is relevant. But it's lying, because literally right. in 2014 and 2015, they had the, the, the trips, the footage, whatever, that they went on in those episodes in that season, so they're lying to you. Right. Uh, in this episode, the whole Newgrange um, thing, where he's in, it's in Ireland or wherever, or somewhere in the UK, uh, the Newgrange cave that has all the spirals and was built to um, to, to, to push that 110 hertz sound right. everywhere so you feel it in your body and go into this press, kind of trance-like press, state. Press, press. Um, that footage, I mean, it, just looking at Sukalos, you can see he's got the thin, stringy, Spiky hair. He's like mid-level Sucalos, right? right? He's three Mucalos. or four years into his popularity. Yeah. Uh, outfit hasn't changed since then, but yeah. um, but you can tell it's cutting back to him in the talking head moments. Now, at, at least th- so so then purely to be factual and be objective, there's yeah. probably about eight minutes total of new footage in this entire uh, episode, and that's mm-hmm. only the talking head moments. Right? They might go like. Again, I can't I can't remember cut to cut of like when he's with the old British guy in the cave and they're like sticking the wand around measuring the sound or whatever. Like maybe they're showing more B-roll of that kind of stuff. But regardless, I wouldn't give a shit if you guys didn't make a point to say March 2017. It's like, no, you aired this fucking footage of this trip in 2015. You know, so I just I just don't know why they're doing that. It's so weird. Yeah, Yeah. Um. Now, I, I think the Wilcock thing from the last episode where he goes to the um, the the lab where there's the mercury puck that's in the co- that's cold right, right, and floating right. around, mm-hmm. yeah. that was like current day New Wilcock, shit. right? Yeah. Kind of fathead. Yeah. <laughs> Fatheads at Freddy's yeah. uh, Wilcock. And, uh, which Triple is fine. Triple Fs. <laughs> five head fat heads. My head bra size is double F. Fat five heads. <laughs> Doesn't that turn you on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, oh man, he, Wilcock... I, I go into my junk mail almost solely to see Wilcox messages because no matter mm. what I do, even though I tell tell Outlook it's not junk, yeah, it puts it there forever. <laughs> no, this is trash, and it's because his fucking email address is like a three nine seven whatever totally at somethingmer dot com, and I'm, right, it's, right. it's like how's that your send from address? No, like, it's what, are you personally emailing these right. like out of your Gmail? And I guarantee, I actually, I actually wonder if his email address changes each time if he has like a VPN masker and an email address masker uh, and all that kind of shit yeah. too. Because that also just builds on his character that I'm releasing things that the deep state does not want me to release, you know, yeah. like shit like that. Even though it's to the public and they I can know. all get to it, so why get <laughs> On your fuck? public website where you just need a credit card to sign up. Right, right, right. Uh, his, these emails are so insane. Yeah. And he's ta- he, he, he is claiming now, as of a couple days ago, that in the, next, in the coming weeks, 
all of the quote unquote work and numbers that he crunched as of even as early as 1996 mm-hmm. when he was first on the internet. Right. All of those things are going to come to fruition and they're all positive changes. Right. And I'm like, hey, man, I hope so. But <laughs> none of it, none of it mentions like racial uh, um, stress. You know, none of right. it mentions COVID. None of it mentions anything specific. Right. He basically just is uses it as, as an excuse. And I'm not kidding. These are seven to ten thousand word emails. These are right. huge blog right. posts right. in an right. email. He is promoting some person that has had like forty near death experiences and is now a psychic medium who can help you in the class you can sign up for. And it's just like it's so overblown. Like. David, right. you know, I mean, I guess people do sign up for it, but it's like he feels you can just smell the insecurity in him that he has to justify this class or this person that he's partnered done a business partnership yeah, 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 with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like if he just worked, you'd have some people try it the first time and then all those people will go, Holy fuck, this is great. Yeah, word of mouth and all that. But uh, yeah, he's just it's so he's such an interesting human being. Like right, it's right, very strange. Very Maybe rough. he's not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this whole episode is about not even sonic weapons. Not even sonic anything. It's just, just about tails. sound. It's just about... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's all about Sonic and Knuckles. It's a big yeah, review of yeah. Sonic and Knuckles. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's 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 completely unfocused in its focus. Right. It's just talking about the concept of sound yeah. in mythology for the most right. part. Um. And other than the talking head moments, it's all old footage. Yeah. Even, oh God, especially, which like triggers my OCD when they're in... The Vitala Temple Complex, and it's the the columns, and the and there's the guy going bing, 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 right, bing, right. bing, and it's just you just see this guy's fingers yeah, fucking beat, thing, by, yeah. and I'm like, God, uh, it, get, I want to cut his fucking hand off, like the stop. beam, yes, yeah. exactly, flicking the beams, yeah, um, and then oh, and and guess who makes an appearance to describe that? Uh, Lane Little, professor of religious studies at Sacramento University, and he's like, he's the I call him like uh, the steampunk simp, I think, because <laughs> he fucking. <laughs> He has oh god he it's he has the fucking little um, uh, circuit Circle like glasses. Harry Potter glasses yeah, the yeah. tiny ones he has the the perfect handlebar mustache he mm. has the fucking fancy vest over his white shirt and the real thick t- Victorian tie right, and right, like right. and the all these little asshole, and yeah. all these little gears and pins I'm yeah, like I yeah. want to fucking kill this guy right, but anyway right, right. Um, also imagine <laughs> going to school at the University of Sacramento right nothing wrong with the city but it's a pretty it's it's a fairly rural kind of place it's, yeah right? it's like the state capital but yeah. it's there's not a lot going on <laughs> right. it's Sacktown, you know baby yeah uh it's hella up there as yes. they would say but, but people that live there say yeah it's boring out here yeah you know? there's not a lot so imagine going to school out there and then this fucking moron this this people. this convention dweller you know fucking yeah. is teaching your class on religious history and his voice and the affectations are just so... I'm like, oh my God, it drives me insane. Because you know... I'm a villain. <laughs> right. You know that he has worked on this persona for so... You're losing your mic again over nah, there, yeah. no? <laughs> Nah, yeah, dude. Come on, just don't worry, bro. It's not for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it starts... The episode starts off just listing off, here's a bunch of big megaliths with big crazy stones that we don't know how they got there. And so... They talk about the two million pound stones at Baalbek, which again is insane. Right. Uh, the H blocks at Pumapunku. They go back to Old Giza and talk about right. the five thousand pound stones, of which there are two point three million of them in the in the limestone variety, and uh, uh, and they literally show season one shit. Of the construction foreman dude going like, right. I just don't know how they build that stuff. Yeah. I would have used, I'd use this kind of crane and this, and I wouldn't be able to have half of that stuff. Right, right. I mean, I if the <laughs> if the if the haze stayed and we could just tr- chase the cloudy day, 
It would be perfect out there. <laughs> I could pray the gay away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be beautiful. But uh, we've talked about ad nauseum the fallacy with this argument that, oh, modern construction people, they, literally, Clotworthy in this episode is like, like, he's like, they won't even try to understand. And it's like, yeah, because we've moved on to more efficient ways of building. Yeah. And so they're not going to try because they'd have to dedicate probably their whole life right. in multiple studies of thought, of, of mm-hmm, science mm-hmm. and engineering, to try and figure it out, right? Yeah. They just want to fucking build this fucking radio sh- not radio shack. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Uh, they want to go build this fucking Shake Shack or whatever in New York, right? right? right. Like, they don't give a fuck. And so um, it's, it's, a really, it's a really misleading piece of evidence to have some just construction person or even just a basic engineer yeah. um, to, to, that is only verse. It, it's like asking someone, hey. Verse top, verse bottom. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, you know, a top-leaning verse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I get enough lewds in me. And Verses. Nudes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, crudes. <laughs> Quay lewds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into uh, crudes, which are, like, <laughs> hardcore nudes. Well, that's, like, yeah, yeah gross, gross-out yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, putting fucking pizza sauce yeah. in your asshole and stuff like that. Uh, so crude. Crudes only. <laughs> but with the EW. <laughs> so it's a bunch of people yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a crew of grossos. Yeah. It was crudes. Um, but, uh, I'm the crude dude. Yeah. Wasn't that... <laughs> Is that Ninja Turtles? No, the crew. It sounds dude. familiar, but I don't know. Because Mikey was the party dude, I guess. It's oh, rude oh, oh, dude oh. for Raph. It's Leonardo's cool but rude. No, no, Raph is. Or sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Leonardo leads. Donatello right, does right, machines. Right, right. Raphael is rude cool but rude. Dude. Leonardo is a party dude. But you're or Michelangelo's. A, my, sorry, <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> leads. Leonardo yeah. does machines. <laughs> Leonardo's cool yeah. but rude. Leon. Hardo, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because it's cool, yeah. but rude is crude yeah, yeah, to you. Yeah, but um, that's just crude. Crude, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, that's just rude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, you uh, see the tits on that? Like, what did that guy say? Where she said he that? was like, like he said, uh, "We're we're at this this very this digital marketing thing for work years ago, yeah. and uh, it was an offsite event, and some dickhead was like, you know." They're not the platform that you like go out with for life. They're the ones that you kind of bang them and leave them. Like, oh he, yeah, that's what, I yeah. remember. It was like something. He's, he's like, crazy. they're the ones you just have a one night stand with. They're not the ones you yeah, introduce yeah, to your yeah. mother. Okay, and then our like <laughs> reps, a uh, person who is like a woman. Yeah, our our, like, our our rep, like the, the the vendor rep for yeah yeah. You know, like as this creepo old guy says that she's she's sitting in front of yes, us or something. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Oh, that's just rude." Yeah, like under her breath, she's like, "Oh, that's just rude." <laughs> Which again, in this day and age, like he would not fucking get away. And that was only like five years ago. Or exactly. Something, but yeah. yeah. So Joey and I always go, "Oh, that's just rude." <laughs> oh, that's just rude. <laughs> uh, no, other people were also looking around then too. It was kind of weird. Right. But, right. Um, but anyway. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Rude dudes, crude, crude. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Oh, it's it's like asking having these modern construction foremans, you know, or even modern engineers. That's like saying, "Hey, you're an expert in Castilian Spanish. Um, do you, you know, could you figure out Aramaic tomorrow? Right. A dead language that nobody even knows the roots of it." And then will they be like, "Well, I mean, I don't know. Like the grammar structure is completely. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It doesn't follow any modern language um, uh, systems, right? Right. And so." Uh, and, I'm a but, cis tem. So, 
<laughs> so now I'm a cis nine. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to be you know fucking right. arrogant or anything. Okay. But uh, or uh, Aragon. <laughs> Oh my god, when Aragon is playing hockey mm-hmm. in that fucking The Two Towers, it is the hottest scene <laughs> when he's deking around. Exactly, yeah. Back and forth, just flicking that puck. Right. I wish he was flicking my puck. And these callbacks are why you can't miss the first 50 minutes of the fucking show. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, no, it's, it's like expecting this person to understand a language that the rules don't apply anymore. Yeah, there's no you know? basis to like right. go back on. Like Graham Hancock always said, they probably figured out totally different foundations of other types of technology to right, accomplish right. the same goals. Yeah. So anyway, um, they, uh, uh, uh I, th- I thought there was going to be a lot of Sonic weapon shit mm-hmm. in here, mm-hmm. but there's not, it's all just, there's a little bit of Sonic building stuff, but it's again, it's all just about sound right. as this divine thing. Yeah. So sounding. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Sooks is giving like a general overview of all the myths and legends that, have levitation spells or levitation processes or whatever to lift big-ass stones. Uh, they talk about Pumapunku and um, this guy Herodotus in Greek that we've talked about many times before. Uh, and Herodotus is the guy that that described how the Egyptians put... They they were told by the gods, by by the guardians of... The guardians of the sky. The guardians. The guardians airport in the sky. Um, that they would put this specific white powder on there that would cause the stones to be weightless and then they could just push them yeah. to the pyramid. So, um, And then Wilcock uh, says it's all about acoustic frequencies. And then he goes, uh, I'm going to play a little Jack Johnson's uh, Pave Paradise <laughs> with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> you put and he... up a structured parking lot. <laughs> put, up, put up a megalith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and they show footage from years ago of the University of Bristol where these young scientists are creating these cool little miniature handheld tractor beams that are using acoustic frequencies to hold these little like styrofoam balls and stuff. It's cool. It's like like but we've seen this before a long fucking time ago. Right. And they literally are like January 2017. It's like just stop. Why are you doing this? Like yeah. but I think that they think that I, it it kind of solidifies my theory that the dickhead producers of this show, they love the show, but don't believe in it enough to think that people continue to watch it, where right. they're so catering for what they think is new viewers. But it's like, but also the new viewer is not going to give a fuck. They're not going to well, know the difference anyway. Yeah, that's you know? the problem with a lot of just uh, cable or aired programs mm-hmm. is we don't know who's showing up when, right. so we literally have to do it. Like we've right. talked about before, it's like... I don't know a- who's here... So we got to do it. <laughs> okay. That was a whole big thing with House of Cards is like mm. in the episode, they're not going to like call back to things because they're assuming right. you've already watched yeah. it to this point. Right. You're not just going to randomly tune into episode five of something you right. select to download to watch. Exactly. Where on this, it's that classic um, aired TV, I guess is what the word I'm looking for. But right. um, not, you don't like know who TV. might be just changing channels and right. stumble upon your shit. And then now you have to, and it's, and it was a big thing for Netflix to do that and admit right. like, Hey, that's fucked up. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to adhere to that. Right. And here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. And that's how you do it. And, but all the, it's all this old school right. style of broadcasting. And since, and, and, and since creation. going to AlienCon 2018, where we saw right. Kevin Burns, the producer, yeah. you're like, Oh, he's a classic Hollywood oh, yeah. director, yeah. Yeah. Uh, producer, you know, like who gets mixed up with a real yeah. producer. Yeah, with Ken Burns. <laughs> because someone at our work was like, 
God, I dove into all this ancient alien stuff because there was another issue that I had to bring to his attention, and and yeah. we Joey Joey yeah. oddly helped solve the crossover problem. stuff with yeah yeah, and he's like theorists. I'm like well it's kind of extreme and whatever he's yeah. like yeah but Ken Burns is producing it so you know it's pretty legit and I no. and at, in my brain I'm like I think he's wrong but I'm just gonna say whatever and then yeah. I went to Joey and he's like no. He, it's Kevin yes. Burns. Remember at Alien Con, <laughs> yes. he's like, I'm not Ken Burns, like the super legit like documentarian. Yeah. <laughs> documentarian. Yeah. Uh yeah, he was yeah, he was Kev uh Kevin Burns was joking about it himself that he gets right. That's yeah. confused for him all the time. Right. So then people take him more seriously. <laughs> Literally like a four, No, no, a four, I'm in the fuck like up a four hundred and eighty pound seventy yeah. year old guy who right. looks like he's he he looks like a successful version of Sadly, the extremely overweight guy that uh, was at Porky's Pizza when we thought that uh, we were trying to find Chicago Pizza Pie in oh, Southern yeah. California, Who, which was who's tough. still alive, surprisingly. And he and that same guy delivered to my sister's house a few months ago, which but, is crazy uh, that he was working, making the pizzas, yeah. handed him to us, yeah. And that, that ten be, years later, he still is the same person, yeah. Who then not only does all this, but then drives around and delivers yes. shit. When did he deliver that pizza? That was pre-COVID. Yeah, that was so in he was just running February. deliveries. Yes. Okay. That see, so, that's even sadder. Yes. It's not like oh, it's during COVID and I'm right. like limited staff, so yes. sure I'll run deliveries, right. whatever. It's I like, furdoed my staff exactly. <laughs> I mean, which means you're just paying them in dough exactly for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, furry load is a term that you know right. we've heisted from yeah, yeah. the the furry community. I have my custom wolf, yeah. uh, dragon my, wolf my uh, uh, combo suit. Well, I prefer it's my cuckum wolf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, oh, they are they they yeah they claim that this this University of Bristol footage with these sonic tractor beams is from January 2017, which is horseshit. We get our first Wilcock trip here, and he says they they, they just like the Talking Heads. This episode just repeat themselves over and over, right? Um, without just using the same footage, which which they've been wont to do the last couple yeah. seasons, but uh, within the same episode. But he says. Uh, what if these scientific experiments are leading us to a much greater surprise? <laughs> Which is that sound can be followed, uh, can be followed through to much greater levels of efficiency and its usefulness for all sorts of things. Because I can picture him like Dwight, like I have no use for yeah. music or like or something like that. But uh, um, uh, that seemed to be impossible. We may just be seeing now the beginnings of a technology that extraterrestrial civilizations have long since developed and perfected. He's like, his facial expression in these new seasons is like, almost like he's written a script for himself to say, and he's just reading it. Like, he doesn't have the passion that he does in his own videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and I wonder if he, like, saves that for his, for that, his fans or something. That's just for daddy. But he just seems dead-eyed in these, in these, like, like he's bored. And sometimes dead-ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's real. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's almost like, a second round of bringing it back from exactly. the dead. Like dead. <laughs> yeah. We already moved on from daddy. We already yes. moved on from daddy. Which, my mother-in-law, uh -oh. last night, uh -oh. we are having a, pr a pretty, like, like, uh, uh, like a very, like, intelligent, fact-based, surprisingly for her, fact-based conversation about kind of how, how a lot of organizations don't actually know what's going on with COVID right. and, and, and won't just say, Eh, we're kind of all figuring this out. Yeah, <laughs> she just—I don't know why. It's not like she even made a point, 
she she just go I I made kind of a point and she goes Joey Joey and then like dabs and I'm like <laughs> it's like had to like just like not bust out laughing or whatever even though she like wanted to ha- be having fun but yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. oh my god Joey check this out dab it was so fast too but it was so low your wife on here it wasn't like over her, her about well daddy? we we told her like two years ago about well, it, I know and but she I mean, still does like, it every yeah. three and a half months oh she dabbed when was the last time she dabbed um probably early 2020 really uh because my wife told me that sh- I told her something and she dabbed mm. <laughs> Oh well, here you go. Yes. Pretty much every time we've had like later night cocktails, and she gets a little loosey goosey. Yeah, she oh, look. She's like, wait, look, <laughs> and then dance. but doesn't go all the way up apparently. No, yeah, just across. Her yeah. Chest. Oh, I've had enough. Uh, yeah, kind of a Zeke Heil, yeah, like a power Heil. Yeah. <laughs> not not enough honey wine. What's the shit that uh, need? No, that uh, they drink when we were at the Japanese restaurant. Not grape. Plum grape, wine. Grape wine. <laughs> plum wine. Yeah, plum wine. Or as yeah. or as. My father-in-law pronounced it prom wine. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Two Japanese waiters in France when he was on a trip there. Um, but anyway, uh, this whole episode is about this. It's basically saying, hey, aliens gave us the ability to understand sound better. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, they go back to 2012 <laughs> to something called Ass Fest. <laughs> and it's it's the A-A-A-S yeah. Fest. And it's, acoust- it's an acoustics... It's uh, sorry, archaeoacoustics symposium. Yeah. Um, Dave Matthews is there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, because crashing makes like consistent sounds right, in right, nature right. too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just got that guitar. Right. No amp needed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, this is all on. Um, this is on some previous episode we've done. This exact footage and this lady. These talking head moments are from right. that old episode. And it's it's fine. This is all cool stuff, but um, this is still the first main segment. And I'm like, fuck, dude. They're really gonna just double down on old shit. Right. Whereas at least with the last couple episodes, it's been like four out of six segments have been old, but then there's one or two new ones. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, at least they added something to yeah. it. But this episode adds jack shit Zero. to yeah. the understanding of potential alien techno- sonic technology of yeah. any kind. So um, the theory is is by these archaeo sorry acoustic archaeologists is that these megaliths were not only designed for mimicking the stars or whatever, but also to have uh, sonic properties, right? Yeah. To have those gold rings. There you go. <laughs> uh, have a nice roller coaster style level design so that right, he can, the right. blue bomber can just run fucking through there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, but uh, and then they they show some clips, which again are cool, but we've already seen these. So they show how right. like Chichen Itza, the pyramid there, when they're when people clap, the echoing sound that returns is this like. Exactly. And they clap a little different. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Because it mimics the sound of the Quetzal bird, which you might know from Quetzalcoatl, aka Kukulquan, who's like the main creator god there. And again, this is, and they show a cute little Quetzal bird. Looks like a tropical blue jay or something, but yeah. uh, and I'm like, oh, that's that's cool that they fucking did that, right? But um, but we've already seen this stuff; it's not surprising anymore. And we get our first sukler here, and he says, "Is it possible that the reason that our ancestors talked about divine sound was not because they were referring to Fleetwood Mac, no, to music, but that sound has this incredible power, which you could do certain things, like open up." 
assholes and the brown note and things. You could wet and fine. <laughs> I could make my whetstone to yeah. sharpen my knife. <laughs> Nothing sexual. I'm just going to fucking slit your throat. <laughs> I'm just get off on your terror and get that adrenochrome or whatever the fuck. The skeptics, we fucking beheaded them. <laughs> we slit their throats. Boom. Out of here. Dead. Uh, but uh, but Bathed it's just in their blood. <laughs> but it's just that we've lost this knowledge over the millennia. So it's just it's a new talking head moment of something he has said in every every two, I will say every two seasons because every two seasons they will have new recorded footage. There is almost never one season that follows a previous one, right? Uh, or at least there's evens and odds, I guess, where yeah. there's new talking, new outfits, new backgrounds, whatever. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, the next segment, uh, they go to the Hypogeum in Malta. We've talked about this before, too. Uh, it was built under the island of Malta. It's 6,000 years old, at least. It's carved out of limestone. It's this three-floor tiered cave system, mm-hmm. and it's it's designed around acoustics, around sound right. uh, resonance, basically. And then we get a, a shockwave on here. Robert Shock is on. Robert Shock, who seems a little insecure this episode because both of his talking head moments... He mentions, I'm a geologist. Like, he has to mention, like, like, hey, Hey, I'm a rock doctor. (laughs) Uh, He says, it's just amazing how they carved out limestone. I'm a geologist. I know how hard it is to engineer something like that and carry it out. But to me, it shows incredible sophistication on a technological basis. And I can't claim that I know exactly how they did it. And he's, like, winking at the camera. (laughs) Also, again, remember that Robert Schock basically... Confirmed that he's not an ancient astronaut theorist on the Joe Rogan episode that he was on right, a couple right, years ago. Right, right. Um, he he doesn't shit on them like he likes that they're open minded, but he doesn't necessarily agree. He's he is friends with Graham Hancock, so he's more yeah, on yeah. that line of thinking. Yeah, yeah. that the that that humans did homo, all this. Yeah, that Homo yeah. sapiens or proto Homo sapiens, maybe even smarter than a classic Homo sapien, right? What uh, were around before and got. Their their entire society destroyed mostly by the Great Flood, right? And gave the primitive people that lived in the middle of forests and shit the technology. Yeah. So um, there's also over seven thousand skeletons buried there too. So um, which is kind of creepy, but like a bunch of them were apparently described by the first archaeologist team in the 1920s as long skulled. Yeah, um, man and, with long skull. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but then the entire place was ransacked sometime in the 50s or 60s. And only, but they recovered eleven of the skeletons, um, and one of them had the classic. Uh, all of them had elongated skulls with standard, like you could explain it by standard head um, skull. What do they call it? Skull stretching. Fucking fu- yeah, elongating. <laughs> yeah, uh, skull binding. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was there was one that did not have the sagittal suture, and it's like this is one of those weird moments where, as a show. That would be the perfect moment to double down for a minute on the last few episodes where you talked about elongated skulls without the right, sagittal sutures. Because right. then Clotworthy just throws that fucking fact out like you're supposed to just get it. It's like, yeah. no, you can't have it both ways. You can't have an episode just for brand new people. Right. But also not detailed not detailed enough. Yeah, I don't know. So all the things. Um, yeah. So we get a children's chime in here and he says A bizarre report comes from a woman who Worked for the British consulate in Malta, <laughs> just like in Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> uh, 
She had been visiting and had convinced one of the caretakers, and he did like the blowjob thing in his mouth where he did the the tongue in the cheek. It was kind (laughs) of weird, but um, uh, convince one of the caretakers to let her go into the lowest chamber, which I mean, finger up the butt. Right. Uh, (laughs) uh, She claimed that she came out on a ledge in a great fissure, which is a big canyon, basically. Yeah. It's an internal canyon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was beneath Malta. And on a ledge on the other side, she claimed she saw. Very tall man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sooks continues on uh, Childress's little accounting of this, and he says, according to her account, she claimed she saw many white-haired giants that monitored her to come down. Or, sorry, monitored, that motioned her to come yeah. down. Uh, one has to wonder if the hypogeum has some sort of extraterrestrial presence. So this lady goes down there and says that across this canyon... A bunch of white hair, like this is very kind of Aryan race shit. Like this is yeah. this is one of the many like, oh, in, kind of an ancient alien news. It's not going anywhere, but some some fucking chick who's got a fucking bug up her ass is like talking about how ancient aliens finally needs to be canceled because it's promoting it's racist too, ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, some of these things are again. There's a lot of fucked up shit out there, and things are getting checked. But like some of these things are digging. A little too right. deep, right? And, and it's at, like, and we've always said, not too deep, like because there shouldn't, but it's like, right, right. Again, this is they're grasping at straws a little bit. Exactly. Where believe me, we've mentioned many times that like Jason Martell, like the way that they're phrasing things doesn't sound very right. woke, <laughs> but we've always said I don't think any of these people are actually active. They're not saying things they actively right. think are racist. Their intent right, right. is not to be racist, because then people call them out and they go. No, you fucking idiot. That's not what I fucking meant. It's just yeah. because everyone was dumb a thousand years ago. I mean, you know, I think like... Sukalos would be the f- right. very far from being actually exactly. a racist person who's saying. I mean, his wife is white. <laughs> Swaint. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he's like, oh no, yeah, these, no, I'm kidding. it's all the white shit that's working. And, right. And it's all these ding dongs out there who don't right. know. Yeah. The, the, the racist part is that they're, they're, they're going off of a group of people who then future racists ended up idolizing and using as part of their ideology. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very indirect. I mean, again, the Viral Society might have been completely racist too. I have right, no right, clue. Right, right. But the modern well, they're also just talking about how that Viral Society is a real thing mm-hmm. that influenced right. the the Third Reich. Right. And so but again, none of these We've heard these guys talk all the time. I don't have to justify this anyway, but um, that's kind of was in the news this week. There's the only thing like where ancient aliens crossed over with real, real with world, real time news. Because yeah. <laughs> this chick was like, speaking of racist stuff, we need to cancel ancient. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But uh, <clears throat> in February 2014, which they're finally honest about, um, because I think that's when the episode aired where they showed New Grange, which is a cave. Uh, Sprague. Because he had that episode where he's he's like, yeah, they are racist, and the other guy's like, yes. they're not racist. Yeah, like yeah. another episode, a few late episodes late. Mm-hmm. Sprague is now obsessed with Doctor Who. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So if you listen to this this week or the week before the last episode, yeah, he's like, I really got into Doctor Who, and I I had no idea what this show was yeah. and why people loved it. And it it's was a like, Spragalos. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like it's off, but. Dude. But it's a similar raspy voice yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Because he does all the punctuations. Yes. And but he was like 
obsess how he's like never realized what the show was about right. and that it ties into aliens and time travel yeah, yeah. and like he was like I'm obsessed and now he's like posting on Facebook who's your favorite Doctor Who person uh, who's your favorite this who's your favorite that so, so literally within a two week time period he went from a complete virgin to an annoying Doctor Who fan to the yeah. obsessive <laughs> which I mean I did to a certain I did extent, too I was yeah. wasn't yeah I didn't post you weren't the, posting yeah. yeah I did get the license plate holder which yeah. I think I still have which is my <laughs> I I always love the dumb my other car is yeah. license plate yeah. holders <laughs> so i had to buy it when i saw it but uh, it was my other car is a tardis right. it's so stupid should make one this is yeah. my other car is a fuck swing yeah <laughs> my other car is a fleshlight <laughs> my other car is a sibian <laughs> my other car is nude golfing <laughs> my other car is my wife's dick <laughs> my other car huh? is my simp <laughs> Um, paid for by my yeah. Sim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, finance by my. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is where they talk about um the Oracle Room in the New Grange Caverns and how this this old UK I mean, he's an old he's an acoustic archaeologist yeah, yeah. and he's out there with Sukulos, um, uh, and they've tested that when when you pump out. Uh, 110 hertz sound frequency, just like a like a hum. Yeah. Then you re- it, it starts resonating in this very specific way. You feel it in your body, mm-hmm. and and then the whole rest of the episodes about how hey, all these other places right. are attuned to this 110 hertz frequency. So, which I'll say in more detail later, but that says more about the human body and just reality th- yeah. this particular universe than the cavern that it's in or whatever right, too. Right, right. But uh, we get a children's chiming. Oh, sorry. They have Michael Denon on here, a uh, physics professor from UCI, to just basically talk about what resonance is and what hertz are, basically. And so, um, and again, I remember this exact little diagram they have. <laughs> sorry. Night Beacon Light asked if I have a pony. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he is top knot worthy at this point. Um, I'm a verse knot. Yeah. <laughs> top leaning, but verse, verse not. not. Yeah. No. <laughs> the lady would also have the verse, huh? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's that it's that diagram where it shows the sound waves bouncing off of a little room, mm-hmm. and then basically how they build the room so that they all ec- they ec- it constantly echoes off each other, right, right. which creates that resonance, right? So um, Childress chimes in here and he says, <laughs> "It's very- all of his talking head moments. A lot of them you don't see his face the whole time. I feel like they're edited up and cut weird because mm-hmm. he has." I mean, he already talks weird anyway, but he has very weird, uh, 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 like changes. Yeah, but yeah. he's like, "What is going on here?" Like he's like almost like incredulous about. It. Right, <laughs> it's like, okay, right, it's right. not a big deal. And why are they using that frequency? It's too damn loud. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, "So you have to wonder whether extraterrestrials weren't involved in tuning the hypogeum to create this special frequency." Uh, so he's saying, "What's going on here? Why are they using it?" That means you have to wonder if aliens did it. It's just like right, that's right, right. that's the criticism of this Outs, entire yeah, theory, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and they might be lying again with this footage of Sooks at Newgrange mm-hmm. again. I'm pretty positive they've only been there once um, with him there, and that was in 2014. But um, but uh, oh, they're just they're showing more footage of them waving these little sound wands around at 110, and the old guys going like. Uh, don't you don't you feel it in your entire body? Deep down here, isn't it? Why? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, because I mean it's interesting in the sense that like your the the water in your body at 110 hertz starts to vibrate all at once, mm-hmm. and being that your body is a lot of water, yeah, your whole body kind of has this like hum 
kind of feeling. They later then tied to like the Om, like the resonance right, right, with right. a lot of uh, Eastern religion stuff too. Um, and again, I'm not disagreeing with any of this stuff because this 110 hertz thing is basically like a power place, right? Like you can feel geomagnetic. It, it seems like ancient people were just, and lo and behold, much more in tune with their environment than we are, right? Because right. they're living out in it all the time. And you walk to this area by some fucking lake or something, and you're like, whoa, I feel like I'm floating here. Yeah, yeah. There's something weird about this place. And I'm sure that the geomagnetism of that place can affect the sound waves and whatever, too, and then affect how your body reacts to things like that, too. So it's more about the space it's in. And then they built these chambers, which, again, not not diminishing the feat of ancient engineering that this was, but building these chambers to, like, reflect the sound onto itself. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But also, like, it's not that hard to, just like I've always said, like, even taking a screwdriver, right? If you haven't used one for a long time, and someone's like, hey, here, go screw these screws into this wood or something, yeah. right? Within an hour, you're going to naturally, most people will naturally figure out, oh, I have to grip it like this. If I don't grip it like this, it kind of falls and it strips and this and like whatever. Like, right, right, right. Humans adapt very quickly. So there's probably times where like they had a fucking bowl or a bucket and they're like, oh, weird. The sound like is louder on this one. So yeah, what if yeah, I make yeah. a bigger one? Right. And then the, and that might have been a thousand years before they made this fucking cavern and, that, and it became a tradition in their fucking culture. And yeah. again, it's not that it's ever easy. That's not what the point we're making. It's that it is very difficult, but... It doesn't... Over enough time, you could stumble upon it. Right. It doesn't have to be aliens. And even shit like this doesn't even have to be an ancient race of more advanced humans, right? right? Like, it's just... It, I don't know. This, this is... This whole... Other other than... than this hole is dry. No, other than, uh, um, than the levitation thing, mm-hmm. none of the other points they're making in this episode take aliens or anything really advanced. So, right. Oh, they mentioned that other places like Angkor Wat, the Vitalite... Like, all these other places have... Um, architecture that's attuned to this freak to resonate this frequency at 110 hertz yep. as well. Uh, and again, what's the consistency there? Not aliens. It's human beings. Like human beings are all going to get affected probably the same at this specific frequency that their body, you know, hyper vibrates yep. at. Right. Yep. Um, they uh, the the old guy, the old British guy with souks in Newgrange is saying that um, they wanted to test if this 110 hertz. Uh, frequency had neurological effects and then that's what the next segment's about and we go back to steve's old stomping grounds manhattan beach california in apparently march 2017 but i'm like i was there i didn't see you guys (laughs) (laughs) steve's on this episode uh no i'm pretty sure that this fucking footage of the very tim and eric scientist is like (laughs) because the guy's like telling him what he experienced the guy doing the experiment and he just goes Okay, <laughs> like right. he just oh, like doesn't okay. react at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, and the guy doing the experiment, it's like a very seems like a an old drunk dad. His skin is all fucking red and like whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't seem healthy. But uh, they're in this lab where they are putting it, basically doing an Estes method on right. this guy. They're 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 canceling out sound. They're canceling out light. They're putting you know blindfold on whatever and talking to him through headphones. And they're taking a bunch of different frequencies and randomly pumping into his headphones to see if he feels anything. Because they don't mm. want to say, hey, we're going to go from 90 to Do 140 because yeah. we're looking for 110. And then the guy goes, oh, well, I'll just feel I something just, 110. I'll wait for it. Power yeah. of suggestion, right? So um, but so they do the 110 hertz last. And the guy says, oh, I really felt this weird 
like almost lifting up and out of my body, like an out of body experience. I would think when I fe- when I was like sitting for five minutes with just this 110 hertz feeling mm-hmm. pumping into my ears, you know. Um, and so the scientist says that the parietal area—I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right—but the or the parietal part of the brain. That's what was lit up because they had a whole set of diodes on his head that were marking what mm-hmm. parts of his brain were activated. Um, and that area of the brain is spatial reasoning and touch. Okay. And, and he's like, that could totally explain an out-of-body experience feeling, right? Yeah. So that's cool. But again, I think they've shown this before on the old episode. But um, anyway, uh, we go to Vitala Temple. That's where uh, all of these small... These big columns have these small columns surrounding them called mm-hmm. colonnettes, according you know to I me, mean? Little. Yeah. <laughs> That's his wife. Yeah. That's oh, Colin and Colinette. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but these, uh, the, the structure is made out of stone, but, and, and really no one can figure out how they figured out yeah. uh, how to make All these pre- specific tones, not only specific tones, but um, they were made to mimic like woodwind percussion. And string instruments, which is right, weird right, too. Right. Um, and it shows this fucking guy's hand bibbity bapping this little uh, uh, column with with earbuds surrounding it like a billion fucking times this episode. And it's like, right. bing, 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 bing. And it's again, it's cool because it's stone, it's not metal or whatever. Right. Now, they do say that when they examine metal the stone, yeah. <laughs> there's it's mostly granite, but there's also. Metallic alloys and polymers in it, which is weird. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Robert Shock has a shockwave here, and he says, as a geologist, again, he has to establish uh, how this was accomplished is really baffling and amazing. And I've heard reports of people trying to mimic it in modern times, and people just haven't been successful. So, Whatever they were doing back then, we we just don't know. And I like that he just admits, like, yeah, we don't know how the fuck they did this, you know. Um, and Childress, of course, asks if aliens came down and taught yeah. the Hindus how to do this, right? Um, but again, when your whole life, when your whole culture is building things out of stone, and at this point, this temple wasn't built until uh, the 1300s minimum, mm-hmm. probably the 14 or 1500s. So fairly modern as, as, as far as Hindu temples go. Right. The Hindu culture has been around for like 7,000 years at this point. Yeah. They've been working with stone for quite a while at that yeah. point. So They know what's up. It's, it's more now of a like... you're getting Because <laughs> this was like happening when the European Renaissance is happening. So mm-hmm. maybe they're figuring out shit that they didn't figure out before. Right, maybe they're right, going right. back a thousands of years in their own culture and going, oh, wow, they really didn't overthink things too much back then. And it, it opened up their mind to blah, blah, blah. So maybe their, their um, masonry and shit had more... Uh, advancements during that right. period. I don't know. Crazy McCommon says uh, maybe they're saying our current society is not very advanced. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a pirate thing, yeah. like a reference. <laughs> maybe our. Our. Char and bar. Well, that's the thing, too, is like, it's like we're, like, like Graham Hancock always says, we have uh, come up with an electricity and, and metal and a metal AF based society, yeah. right? Uh, maybe. More ancient human cultures figure things out with stones and more natural materials to accomplish similar things, right? Right. Um, you could also argue that it makes more sense that somehow consciousness or um, energy or information would be spread with the the things that the world kind of naturally evolved with, which is life, elements, mm-hmm. Captain Planet, yeah, <laughs> monkeys. 
Captain Planet, <laughs> Heart. he's a hero. <laughs> Gonna he, take pollution down to zero. zero. Uh, and then he, they fought that pig man all oh, the time. Pig yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> I am pig man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go back to 6th century Greece. Uh, that's some slimy stuff back then. Um, with Pythagoras. You might know him from a little theorem that we all talk about with yeah. triangles. Uh, <laughs> apparently he left Greece for Egypt, uh, where it wasn't so slimy. And uh, he apparently entered, according to Wilcock, all the secret societies that were available. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, right, right, Why right. did they just welcome this fucking white guy into Egypt and go, hey, man. Just come to all our Whatever secret societies want. that, like, maybe only the pharaohs in or some, sh- or maybe he's right, not. Right, like, I don't. Right, right. Very strange. Like, I don't know why. There's, there's. This seems to be more legend than maybe facts yeah, yeah. at this point because nobody explains why he was special enough to be let in. But um, and Jonathan Young m- mentions how, like, uh, apparently he walked by the blacksmiths and he heard the hammers hitting their anvils and he thought. I bet there's some math in there. Like he basically mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, I can formulaically describe sound with math somehow." Right, like that's right, where he right. got the idea. So, um, and uh, Michael Denning comes on and confirms that Pythagoras was the guy that came up with the tonal musical Western scale. Like right. he's the guy that said, "Oh, with these objects hitting things with this proportion of material to material, you're going to get these." Style um, of the, yeah, the, like yeah. basically, there's ratios. As long as a ratio is in a certain ratio uh, yeah. of set of <laughs> values, you're going to have this octave and sound, right? Yeah. So that's why you can like, hey, a, a guitar is going to have pretty consistent ratios, but you can also have a tiny guitar mm-hmm. or a ukulele, right. and it's going to have the same tones. It might sound higher in oh, a different oct- oct- octave. <laughs> Which you're not the biggest fan of, but uh, American Dad, <laughs> the alien Roger, like, oh God, uh, <laughs> became that guy and was playing the song. So he's this big fat <laughs> guy with the wine shirt, <laughs> like, playing oh. it in an episode. <laughs> I was dying because I'm like, it's the song Joey hates. Yeah. It's the guy, and it's like Show also Joey American hates, Dad, yeah. yeah, parodying it. So yeah, it was hitting on all the all the numbers. Because it was like three or four weeks ago that like it was the anniversary of his death, and Google had him as the Google thing mm. oh, right, that right, day. Right. Yeah. What's his, I keep saying that's King Kamehameha, but it's not. I don't know. It's like <laughs> some fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monastasio Calampe yeah. or some shit. Yeah, my but, first Montessori. Right. <laughs> you know who? You know who likes that song? All women of any age ever. Yeah. Only yeah. women <laughs> love that song. Not very woke, Joe. Every fucking graduation, every baby shower, every everything that's supposed to be sentimental, it's like, oh, let's play this dumb fucking song. And everyone creams their fucking jeans for it. But, uh. Chicken katsu. Loco is what got him, though. Picturing him on the a beef and rice train like, <laughs> with gravy, yeah, <laughs> just driving off a cliff, <laughs> like a bridge just yeah. collapses underneath, and the over easy egg just <laughs> follows him right Yoke, down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then people's like, "Man, that was too much moco, Jack, brother. <laughs> Not oh, enough loco, all the moco. Yeah. Keep the country, country, <laughs> my friends." Um, 
yeah, Denon confirms that Pythagoras created uh, the, the modern Western musical scale. And also, he was the first guy to go, hey, I bet since like shit on Earth has unique sonic properties, I bet the planets have their own sonic properties too. Mm -hmm. And he called this the music of the spheres. And then this was later confirmed when NASA was able to convert the unique radiation signature of each planet into tones. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get those cool like... Like all those, like yeah, you can just yeah, go on YouTube yeah. and listen to those things, but that's cool. I was like, oh, sounds like I'm in the. It made me very nostalgic for being in the the old line of Space Mountain at Disneyland. There you go. Yeah. Uh, where it had Pre the weird FedEx commercials. Exactly. <laughs> I remember AC Slater was in those oh, things yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it would have like, it would have music videos where it was like Space Mountain TV. It was yeah, SMTV, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was like. Saturn was like bouncing like a basketball, and it was yeah. like boom, 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 like all yeah. this stupid shit. But uh, very family. It was a good one. Uh, do they still have those TVs up in there? No, so the way very the, bare bones. So now, the, right? the way the line works now yeah. is the you're lined up outside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're and inside then, for very little now, right? Yeah. So if you have a fast pass or whatever, once you get inside, you basically go to the launch deck. Right, right, right. Where it's like has the shit up top. Yeah. Once you're inside, the, now it's like the home stretch, and you're pretty much done. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because yeah, there's no was, TV watching of any kind. It was I, it was always a very surprisingly unimaginative line, even with the TVs and because it was basically yeah. just here's some blue hand lights, rails and, handrails. Yeah. You could very see tight into walls, the ride a little for bit. A little yeah, bit. yeah. Because I remember one of the asteroids looked like a giant chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, so I was like, oh, there's yeah, yeah. the cookie flying around. I'm hungry, mom. Yeah. Shut up, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> I remember though. I'm dealing least... with your your brother giving up beef on this trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bumming me out. Okay, we I'm from go, Chicago. We're your mom. Gonna go to the Hungry Bear Jamboree and eat at the uh, Hungry Bear. Oh, nobody likes barbecue chicken. Come on, okay. man. <laughs> That's the one place they serve a vegetarian burger. Mm. I'm sure they serve it more in the park now, but back then, that's all they had. <laughs> I'm slapping, I'm slap, flipping the slap between two time periods in my own exactly. consciousness here. There you go, well within. <laughs> I'm current mom and classic mom. Yeah. <laughs> and the weathering on the rain that would happen in December sometimes <laughs> could only happen within this time frame. The walls surrounding the Country Bear Jamboree's <laughs> Theater is far older and shows signs of much greater rain erosion than the rain in the now. Uh, Woody's barbecue area. <laughs> no, they're no, trying Woody's to say... gone. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Come it's on. still the fucking country bear jamboree. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know anything? You would have failed improv lesson that day. <laughs> no, I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's not the Woody. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yes, and you're wrong. Shut up. Stop the bit. <laughs> From where you could ride the canoes. Yeah. <laughs> I would canoodle on those canoes. Now, what you have to look at is the electronics in those bear faces, the moose man, and the horse right. and the bear that were on the wall yeah. were far too advanced to know. <laughs> they used to kick me out of the park because I looked like an animatronic in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> Some people Ugh. thought I was a bald Abe Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a wax figure. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> they're talking about string theory now, which they bring up for like a second and then bail yeah, and on. And no kitty cat footage? <laughs> uh, Medallion Man William Henry has an amulet assertion here, and he says, he now explains 
the schools that Pythagoras, the, these secret societies he became a part of. And he says, the mystic schools that Pythagoras attended are known as the Magi or the Magicians. But really, they're a lineage of... <laughs> picturing like <laughs> modern, like... <"Yeah." laughs> Johnny Wu from My Wedding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have B.O. when I showed up to the other event where we watched right. a movie with my counterpart here and I didn't give away any Magic uh-huh. Castle tickets? <laughs> Fuck you. Give me that ticket. Uh, and the other dude was like a dickhead steampunk oh, magician yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> a couple of peas in their own. Humble brag. Huh? We have magicians <laughs> at our weddings movie and event. movie studio <laughs> events. <laughs> um, but uh, but really, they're a lineage of otherworldly beings that have knowledge of the stars and the progression of humanity and act as benefactors, assisting humanity in its evolution. So he's saying that like Pythagoras. Came into these, he came on these secret societies, yeah. and they were aliens or helpers of aliens that were helping humanity along. Like, basically, they're saying that the Egyptian secret societies were the good aliens yeah. in the war with like the reptilians yeah. and helping things along, including sonic technology. Yeah. Uh, but this is where, this is the not racist thing because he was a Greek guy, but like, this is where Wilcock claims that Pythagoras couldn't have come up with any of this on his own. Right. But what's frustrating is that. This same show has had multiple episodes about geniuses. Yeah. Now in Being those episodes, and right, and that, but that's the thing. I'm like, I was like, I, gotta, yeah. I was going to make that point, but then I'm like, I guess though, those genius episodes are about how they're just more attuned to talk to aliens better. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and that's why they're geniuses, you know. So, uh oh, Firefox update. Installing. <laughs> uh, restarting, Firefox? crashing, yeah. deleting hard drive <laughs> with all past Bye. episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now, and now. <laughs> um, and we go back to the Vitala Temple in India for some reason. I don't know why this segment wasn't two segments before, because mm-hmm. it's all just describing the the drum that Shiva is holding and the conch, the conch shell that Vishnu is holding, right. uh, which the whole temple is dedicated to. I'm like, why didn't you just talk about that in the whole middle part where they're talking about this temple anyway? But yep. um, in the center of the temple is an effigy of Vitala, which is why it's called Vitala Temple, which is a weird blend. It's a it's a blended avatar of Vishnu and Shiva, like they became one. I'm like, okay, I don't understand, but whatever. Childress chimes in and says, Now, Shiva is always holding a drum, and it's known as the Damaru, and he's constantly beating the drum, and that drum is creating the vibration of the universe, and that vibration is the unique sound of Om. And Vishnu's also holding a conch shell, and that shell is making the exact same sound that Vishnu's drum is making. I'm like, okay, like, why are they making two redundant gods with the same purpose of these, I don't know, whatever. But uh, Sukes explains here that Om is all five vowels, A-E-I-O-U, combined. It's Om, and then you keep going. And this is like the classic, like before yoga was actually a known thing. Yeah. <laughs> people thought yoga was just people going, oh, yum, and putting their, you know, whatever, their thumbs and middle fingers up their asses. <laughs> meditating on their prostate. Uh, no, but um, this is the, cl- like, this was like the, oh, look at these fucking weirdo hippies yeah, doing this meditating. meditation yeah. shit. Um, but uh, the first appearance of Om is in Sanskrit text from 3,000 years ago. And they claimed that chanting in with Om created a direct communication connection to the gods. And that's, like, how they kind of finish out the episode. Um, Like, that's how they're kind of, like, justifying the episode, where I'm like, 
why didn't you start off with the most primitive natural version of right. sonic What's technology used everywhere? Right. Like if like yeah. anyone could just meditate. Yeah. Tap they, into another realm. Right. They all because they also immediately go, oh no, it's not just Eastern cultures. Like Catholicism, early Christianity was all yeah. about building their cathedrals to be bathed in the resonance of chanting, right? Like a, the right, Gregorian right, chants right, and right. things like that. Um, and uh, and Jonathan Young here, uh, curator of the Joseph Campbell archives, yeah. uh, says, uh, we have this in the West, and uh, cathedrals are designed to resonate in the body of those who enter, and it puts them in touch with the unseen realm. Um, and basically they're saying that ohm chanting, resonance like this, just repeated resonance, helps you talk to the divine, right? Right. Um, I mean, it's interesting because if you think of, this is what they didn't talk about in string theory at all, which is mm -hmm. string theory was kind of the first time we heard of like the multiverse theory too, where it's like, hey, if all of these little, uh, if the smallest part of the universe is these strings called some, there's some name right. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are like, don't, they don't belong, they're not beholden to the laws of, of larger physics. Right. So they can like exist backwards and forwards in time. They can exist in multiple free dimensions, which means any combination of any of these strings can be an infinite multiverse, right? If there, right. any combination can be a whole, literally, there's another universe where today I said uh, the word this and held up my index finger, but then the other time I held up my middle finger. And that's right. the difference of the you whole said universe. That and blah, blah, blah. So again, it, it and all that ties into well, string theory is a little different, but if street so, theory is a little if different. If there's than that infinite too. possibilities, yeah. then there's only one possibility. Ah, too, wow! Right? You know how Buddha of you, exactly. Buddhist of you, right? Because it just goes into this <laughs> infinite realm. So it's like, isn't okay, that more Highlander? Yeah, theory. There can only be the one. Which Joey had three extra words. <laughs> there can be only one. Only there can only be like the one the or one, something. You know, one ish. Yeah, <laughs> ish, kind of. Yeah, there can be only one. Kinda, kinda. Yeah, there's uh, two. Yeah, well, my maybe. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Joey photoshopped me into whatever the fuck that guy's. Uh, yeah, yeah, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, as... playing Raiden. In Mortal Kombat, but then you also did a Highlander. Oh yeah, I, I did in too. The yeah, Scottish whatever. You were in many the face of yeah. many Lamberts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> many, pre, that was pre. Uh, what's it called? Stranger COVID. Things. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, wait. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Those were in two thousand eight or nine. So why is that pre Stranger Things? Because it's because you said I look like that guy, so you photoshopped Christopher me. Lambert. Yeah. Who is not Hop. I know. That's what I'm saying. You photoshopped me into him saying I oh, look like him. But now I Stranger see. Things has okay. <laughs> taken over the lookalike. You're like, and those Photoshop jobs, those are pre-Stranger. I'm like, yeah, those were 10 years before that's Stranger Things. That's what I'm saying. Because okay. now I look more like the Stranger right, Things right. guy than that. And I was dude. thinking of the incident happening where I was like, okay. <laughs> like, Because usually when you say pre, it's like, oh, it led up to Stranger Things or right. something. Pre-Stranger Things release, yeah. Uh, let's bring this home. Um, they keep repeating now at this point that, again, many cultures, many religions use sound to talk to aliens. I, again, I don't know why they didn't start the episode Night off Beacon, like this. Night Beacon like, thinks I look like Ogre, which my brother has oh, also yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. But he sure. referred to it as Frank Duke's friend in <laughs> Bloodsport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A.K.A. Ogre. A.K.A. Yes. whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, what is his name in there? I can't remember. He had um, a big... Uh, he, he used to live in the South Bay, and oh. he had a he got way into the uh, fake tattoos back in the early nineties. <laughs> I 
and was like some weird business because remember those were because I know but he's like such a big badass you think he'd be into real tattoos. Well, no, he was no, no, but he started a business where he was like selling those fake ones, ones, Uh, which were like twenty dollars a piece, and like people were eating that shit up. Henna. No, I don't. Yeah, just the normal fake ones. Yeah, whatever. Um, the fuck is his name? Is it Donald Gibb? It could. No, I think that is. Yeah, Uh, Donald Gibb. Yeah. Wow, Revenge of the Nerds as Ray Jackson in Bloodsport. Ray Jackson, that's <laughs> Which I couldn't... Has, you could put a gun to my head and I would never remember <laughs> that his name was Ray in that where movie. Where he uh, he has the Harley Davidson uh, bandana, which then right. Chung Lee uses on his own shin. Oh, that's he right. He ties it yeah, and he's yeah. like, I break you like I break your friend. <laughs> and he like yeah. ties it off right One there. Of the, the, where people forget that... Um, or no, that's Kickboxer, where uh, Tong Po... The yeah. villain rapes the love interest of Van As a Dan. child growing up, I like kind of put that together, like, but at crazy. the same time, like, oh, maybe he just hurt her or something. You no, because yeah. if you watch it on TV, and no, they cut out the part where he says, Mei Ling, Ooh, fuck. Ooh, fuck. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Oh, I watched the R-rated version. I still was a oh, child. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just like Trump. Uncertain. Bloodsport yeah. kickboxer yeah, favorite yeah. movie. Just those high high points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just the fight scenes, not the rest of the right, movie. right, right, right. <laughs> not any of the human humanity Actual building parts. parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the show finishes off with uh, what I call the marinara trench. I wish, but the Marianas trench in 2015. A bunch of uh, whale listeners were measuring, trying to measure whale sounds. Above and the marinara trench, male whist- listeners, <laughs> male whistlers, true, <laughs> true. Um, as I can't trust my, I can whistle but not consistently. Yeah, <laughs> so on I, command. So I made the sukulos, true, <laughs> true. Uh, but uh, they they hear these very weird repeated sounds coming up from eight miles below in the mar- in the marinara trench. What happened? Those fuzzy Tony. I don't know if that's a regular by any oh. means, but they said. They're here to tell us they love oh, us. Oh, love you too, Fuzzy Tony. Thank well, you for joining us. Unless they're a troll, but we'll see. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to take it at face value. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, they hear these weird sounds, and then Jonathan Brandenburg is on this episode for some reason, um, and says, uh, "Now these sounds were quite interesting." I'm like, "Why is he yeah. a fucking laser physicist on, talking about yep, this yep, shit?" But yep, he's yep. like, "These sounds were quite interesting. Uh, they sound like..." Whale sounds, but they were coming from eight miles down. Whales don't live that deep. And they sounded technological in nature. They played the sounds, or at least mm-hmm. what I presume to be the sounds. And they really did sound like whale sounds. But yeah, yeah. Jason Martell, this like that kid, he's on for a second. I think the show realized that he doesn't bring anything special to the table right. except his hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? But it's like Those they're like oversized we, blue suits. Right. We already got a hair guy. Well, he right. wears like the Joker suit too, like so, the purple yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. blazer and stuff. But uh, but then he's not he's not as interesting as his look. Right. You know, right, which is right, sad. Right, but right. Um, but anyway, uh, Martell asks if like he's like, well, being that this is a technological sound, the only explanation is that it was underwater aliens. And I'm like, okay, I okay. guess you know. Yeah. Um. I I mean. It is weird because again they didn't go into detail about this. This is like yeah. the this is the last segment which is only four minutes long. So half of that last segment is this marinara trench stuff, and the rest of it's just recapping the episode and the credits. You know, so I don't know why I would have liked them to go into more detail about this because I I was doing work where I was like, oh yeah, like I don't think there's a man-made structure that could survive the pressure of eight miles down at this point. In our technology, so if something technological is down there that deep, 
that means something intelligent created it down there, right? right. Or, or dropped it down Potentially, there. Potentially, yeah. So that is really weird, but they kind of just tack it on at the end. It's a very strange uh, kind of conclusion yeah. uh, of the episode. Um, Wilcock drips and says, uh, extraterrestrials are letting us know that frequency plays a much larger role in life and consciousness than we allow for in our current scientific paradigm. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, I mean, this episode's basically about how, hey, we got to start thinking about sound in ancient archaeology and things like that, too. Right, That's right, fine. Right. But, uh, and then Souk Alert, Souks finishes out with a Souk Alert, and he says, I think the time has come that we... And he said this on the fucking other episode about sonic weapons and shit like mm-hmm, that. He says, mm-hmm. I think the time has come that we not only use our eyes to look at these things, but to use our ears as well. Because the frequencies of these places might be the key to unlocking the secrets of our ancient past. And then Robert Clotworthy literally does the same kind of little wordplay. He goes, what if we're looking to the stars but need to be listening to the stars? And it's like, okay, he right, just fucking said shit. that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like season 12 probably took about maybe one total day to come up with new content and plan it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then maybe like a month to figure it out. But like, other than that, the bulk of these episodes is old shit. Right. You know, there's new talking head moments for the most part, but they're not really saying anything new. Crazy. There's yeah. a couple episodes where they have some, you know, interesting tidbits or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. It's it's strange. It's it's a. I think to them they're like, well, hey, ancient astronaut theory as a theory is growing, but we right. have to keep doubling down. Like We have to keep refining it, which means repeating it in a more like... Yeah. But also, they're not refining it. They're muddying the waters a little bit because they're kind of be- they're being too vague about these right, aspects. Right, like right. There's been three other episodes about sonic technology, right. and this is like the most vague, boring one where it doesn't right, bring right. anything to the table. It doesn't give a lot of specifics. It's just kind of like, hey, new fans. This is some shit. Aliens might have taught us advanced sonic technology in the past, right, but right, I don't right. know. So... Um, the next episode. Ah, fuck! It's still. Well, I didn't write it down. I think it's. Oh, it's uh the majestic twelve. So maybe that'll be at least kind of more on the conspiracy theory side of yeah. things. We'll be able to compare it to David Wilcox the movie. Uh, he didn't call it. Maje- what did he call it? The no, it's co- the majestic twelve. He did. Right? Uh, it's a co- no. It's called above majestic. Above because it's on Hulu for free. Got it. So you we, we paid back in the day, but now it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if you want to pay to play, we did our one of our first Patreons yeah, yeah. was on that movie. Might have been the first. Might have been the first. Oh, uh, I'm fucking large. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna be a star. Hey, you've got a small <laughs> penis. Um, um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, at least watch that on Hulu yeah, yeah. for the fuck of it. Yeah. Uh, and if you really want to pay to play, you can hear us uh, dissect dissect it. On dissect Patreon. all. <laughs> Uh, Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens, yeah. uh, where every single month you get at least two exclusive podcasts. Um, and uh, one of them is Probing Deeper, which is like Steve was just talking about, uh, usually in the, re- the in the realm of ancient astronaut theory or the ancient alien adjacent people or directly, yeah. you know, again, we've done commentaries on Contact in the Desert panels. We've done commentaries on... Uh, the mo- I think most recently we did the MUFON show, Hangar One, the UFO Files. Right, we kind of right, like right, right. did a did a live commentary of that. Yeah. Um, later, Grove Snake um, and Crazy McCombs. Oh, sorry. Bye. Uh, but yeah, and then the other show we have on there is Adventurous Ghosts, which is 
just like probing ancient aliens, but for ghost adventures. Yeah. So, which we should probably plug this. Or we should make a note to plug this early. I know. Yeah, we should always bed. bookend the show with like the, the book, basically doing. They always call it housekeeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the beginning and the end too, but. Um, but uh, yeah, support that Patreon. There's over 42 pieces of content on there now, uh, and for five bucks, you could literally download all the shit yeah, in a month and try it out. It all. So, uh, but yeah, tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about our Patreon. Uh, get them into the Patreon first before the main right. show and make them pay. And yeah, then, exactly. And then they have 130 some bonus episodes to catch up on. <laughs> uh, but other than that, listen to Beer There, Drunk That on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens is on. Uh, subscribe to the show. Tell your friends some, about this show. Some people downloading recently. Someone did the whole the whole bit. Oh, you do it, Milo. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. There's like 43 episodes. Oh, in, a beer there, drunk that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, got it somewhere. Yeah, that was our first podcast. We did that a few months before we started probing ancient aliens, and continued to do it. But now we, we just don't. Someone in Springfield. Oh, because it's like 46 downloads in Springfield. I think it was Bart Simpson. 26 in New Bedford, <laughs> 8 in Dublin, and then so on and so forth. We should just read it. We should have a bonus episode where we just read all of our podcast analytics on the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, tell everyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, um, watch out for the occasional closet knowledge, which we do on Twitch, where that's more yeah. of just a topical, uh, I guess, expertise based mm-hmm. uh, podcast. Where one of us is into something and the other one's not, and we kind of talk about it, or we're both into it too. Um, but uh, yeah, go to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, go to Facebook, uh, probing ancient aliens, and Instagram, probing ancient aliens. Twitter, at probing aliens, without the ancient in there. And uh, other than that, we're gonna we're gonna barf out the ass meat from our butts, and, and it becomes, becomes a prolapse that we. Pleasure ourselves with. That's, That's the, the kind of gist of this fucking show, show at this point. It's just <laughs> eating ass. Yeah. Not just eating ass, but eating yeah. ass meat and yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, like an intestine that cream barbecue. B